0: Hello, everyone. We're back with another group discussion with a longtime mutual friend of Sam and I's Cole. We've we've mentioned him a bunch on the podcast, uh, you know, a lot of times in reference to specific takes or or teams that he loves. Uh, he's a massive USC fan, so we are actually going to really dive into the Lincoln Riley hire, uh, as well as talk about some of the other coaching hires around college football. Uh, then we jump into a NFL redraft. We do a top ten pick redraft uh, as of now with hindsight, and then. We power some OG video games, so there's a lot of stuff going on, we jump around a bunch. Episode 11, here we go.
1: All right, welcome back to the Just Saying podcast. Today is December fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Ten days till Christmas, and today we actually have another special guest who we have mentioned various times on the pod. It is our childhood friend Cole Nyson. Yeah, let's let him uh, let's let him introduce himself,
0: and uh, we'll go from there. Little background, yeah. A Little
2: your... background. Well, known Jack and Sam since I was a little taught. Jack, <laughs> I think I think I met Jack. Gosh, preschool. Preschool, yeah. yeah. So pretty much essentially our whole lives, uh, Sam, not too far after, and so, um, I don't know, we've always kind of been really super tight, always watch college football together and talk sports, so I feel like it'll be pretty natural to doing it now.
0: To give you a little background, uh, as a kid, probably like eight, nine years old, uh, Cole would come to my house to play my brother and I in NCAA football on the Xbox 360, and he would come with a... Uh, um, What's, was it, it wasn't a cassette tape. No, that's too old. It was it's, it's like a disc a, player. Yeah, it was yeah, like a yeah, CD yeah. player, yeah, with a little headset, like a little like Dell <laughs> headset, and you just throw it on with the USC fight song, and it would get them ready to do a rally uh, rally the troops for a game. Also, uh, the fight song play in the USC playbook, Oh, quite the hack.
2: Man, it, I, it was unstoppable. Yeah.
1: You knew it was coming, you yeah, couldn't stop it. You couldn't stop it. And we're going to get into our video games a little bit later here yeah. in a different segment, but we also, we're going to give Cole the floor a little bit. To talk about USC and his fandom of the team, especially because they do have a new coach, Lincoln Riley, which I don't think Jack and I have taken the time to talk about yet. So,
0: do you want to uh, do you want to talk Lincoln Riley now, or do you want to kind of talk other coaches first and then talk Lincoln Riley to cap it Let's off that. Okay. the finale? Yeah yeah. 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 Um, I guess a little recap of where everyone went. I know we, I think we kind of talked about it last pod. I we so I think we had mentioned Brian Kelly. Yeah, near six, and we were talking about bowl games for uh-huh. the most part, but. I guess to recap, so Cristobal leaves Oregon, which is kind of crazy, uh, yeah. and goes to Miami, which I, I mean, I guess I, it shows how out of touch I am because I don't really understand how going from Oregon, who's kind of perennially competing for the Pac-12, and then going to Miami, who's kind of a disaster for the last five years, is like an upgrade.
2: Yeah,
0: But that just shows how little I know.
2: I think I think it had a few factors. First, it was... I feel like Oregon um, kind of has hit their ceiling. The plateau, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of plateaued. Yeah. Um, And then also, obviously, Lincoln Riley coming in, like by far the you know biggest powerhouse in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. And also, Miami is where he's from. Yeah. And so like, he played football there. He's from there. And so the I roots. think, yeah, exactly. Just kind of want to restore where he's from and bring it back to being a power. I
0: would say realistically, though, do you think that being the Miami head coach and – I mean, what do I know? I would say that they're likely not going to be winning the, the ACC very soon. Uh, but I, would would you say that that's better than guaranteeing eight or nine wins at Oregon? I mean, I, I kind of take it as like the the harball argument at Michigan. It's like, yeah, we want to beat Ohio State. We want to beat Michigan State. We want to go to the playoffs. But are we mad that we're winning nine games a year at the end of the day? Like, is that is that something we're going to like cry at every night over?
2: Right. No, I think – I think I can totally see what you're saying, but at the same time, the ACC is so down. I think out of all of the conferences, even with the Pac-12 being horrendous, I think the ACC, will, ACC is still worse. Yeah. Because a lot of times, conferences are judged by the top, and for you know the last little while, Clemson's been so good, but now they just, I mean, they've collapsed this they year, and with their, they had their defensive coordinator leave, and and so I don't really know what's gonna uh, happen with Clemson. And so I think Miami could be the next school in the ACC that kind of, you know, comes up and becomes that leader because of their, they're just, their recruiting base is so fertile in Florida. Well,
1: they have a, a very historic yeah. past. They've exactly. A lot of good teams in the, the early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, I
0: will add, the, the one thing I do know is that Cristobal is apparently a fantastic recruiter.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, so and go, I, I guess going there, too, also gives him a chance to kind of make his own legacy. At at Miami, you know, kind of get out of the Pac-12, start something new and at Mm -hmm. home too, do it in front of your friends and family.
0: Yeah. Talking about uh, Clemson, though, I I don't know if you saw this quote. Uh, This was Dabo this morning on the transfer transfer portal. (laughs) Uh, This is the quote. Uh, It's chaos right now. Tampering galore. (laughs) Adults manipulating young men. Education is like the last thing right now. Keep the focus on graduation and education.
2: He coaches at Clemson University. Uh, that's, well, it's not about education. Yeah. Please. You know, you know so, a
1: vast majority of his players are not going to class.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 100%. He's calling for the return of one-year sits for transfers, and he says that you should get that year back upon graduation.
2: I, yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, uh, it'd be hard to implement. I think
2: he just is finding something to complain about. Yeah, because the yeah, team it sucks. Yeah, yeah,
0: because uh, the whole country was misled by uh, DJ. W- w- oh you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. He Maybe, was supposed uh, to be the next guy up. Threw for like eight hundred yards in two games, and then he was pretty trash this year. I,
2: it's hard. It's it's so hard to judge young quarterbacks coming out of high school because I feel like if you switch Bryce Young, <clears> obviously Bryce Young was amazing, has no honor, but if you switch him and DJ in the schools that they went to, I think you'd be saying the same things about DJ that you're saying about Bryce.
0: Really? like it, it th- Through and through, or do you think just for the most part?
2: For the most part. Obviously, yeah. I think Bryce it, probably has a higher ceiling.
0: And would excel more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: I'm saying it's kind of the same thing with what I think about NFL quarterbacks and rookies. It's, it's kind of a product of where you're going yeah. to be a coach. 1,000%. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, like I think the, the cases of, to, to go into the NFL just a little bit, the cases of young quarterbacks overcoming disaster around them is like slim to none. It's Andrew yeah. Luck. It's, yeah. it's Andrew yeah. Luck. That's exactly. it. That's it. Um, but I guess to jump into some other ones, we got, uh, so yeah, Manny Diaz leaves or uh, Miami. Then we got Brett Venerables taking the Oklahoma job when Lincoln Riley goes out. That's the Clemson defensive coordinator.
2: Yeah. That's, that's. I think it could be a good hire, but mostly I think it's just a healing hire. Yeah. Because that fan base is so annoyed and so, I mean, that, they, they're a little much. They're commenting on all the USC's. I don't yeah. know if you guys seen like, yeah, oh, yeah. all their posts, like, "Oh, yeah. oh Lincoln Riley's a snake" and all this stuff. Like, this is so short sighted and ridiculous. Yes.
0: you love him when you have him, and you hate him when you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: And, uh, but I think I think he could be. I think I think he can win. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to be a train wreck like some people think.
1: I feel like they could have made a better hire, though. Personally, I think I, there's like some other names out there that they could have looked into. Maybe they did. Who knows behind the scenes? But you know what I like though is I think it's. It's
0: important because their issue has always been D-time. the defense is yeah. horrific. Uh-huh. Offense gets all the recruits. They're explosive. Right. It'd be cool to see that, kind of, that narrative flip. And, you know, maybe that goes back to maybe they come like a, a smash-mouth running football team on the offense and they just have a really good defense.
2: I could see that. And especially yeah. with, I mean, they're going to go to the SEC where you need to be oh, you know, yeah, like deep forgot. in the trenches. And their O-line is historically, I mean, especially with Lincoln, has been really good. Uh-huh. They have great recruits. Yeah. But their D-line, you have to have a good D-line yeah. in the SEC. And so oh, I yeah. think he yeah. will like their defense is going to be nice, especially uh-huh. in a few years. But with uh, who they get Levy from Ole Miss as their offensive coordinator, that's going to be the question mark. I think. I, I don't make know. Will break it?
0: Um, I I don't even know who that is. Yeah. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he basically they just hired him basically because he's Lane Kiffin's OC, and so oh, okay. like okay, Kiffin's a good offensive line, yeah. yeah, it's like the
0: McVeigh factor, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anybody who's had a conversation gets a gets a shot. Yeah um like the andy reed yeah all the disciples yeah. coming out of there but i actually did not know this uh ben venerables was on bob stoops staff at oklahoma from mm-hmm. 99 to 2011.
2: yeah so they have that's just, that's why i was kind of saying it's a healing hire because mm-hmm. yeah. there's so many alums and past guys who were like kind of disgusted with this whole situation obviously we'll get into that mm-hmm. but um that situation with lincoln riley and so with um, then bringing in Venables, I think all of the alumni are on board, and so it kind of creates some momentum for the program. And...
0: Before we get back into it, I, I kind of want to ask this question. So Bob Stoops was at Oklahoma for 17 years, uh, I believe. Uh, Kirk Ferentz is on year like 23 or something like that at Iowa. What That's what saying. do you what do you guys think? And it doesn't have to be solely in, in the college football uh, setting. What do you guys think about having a coach for that long? And do you think that can lead to, you know, like a voice expiring for a team? I mean, I know we're speaking as guys who have never played like a a highly competitive snap, but I mean, what's just your thought process on having a coach for your team for that long?
1: I mean, me personally, I think I could see it either way. I think consistency could be good. It gives like a familiar face for fans to cheer for and like the players alike, especially if they've, I mean, if you've been doing it for 23 years, you've obviously been doing a somewhat good job, right? Mm -hmm, If they're keeping you around. yeah. But also I think things at some point can start to get stagnant like Iowa, I mean, they're ranked pretty highly every year, kind of predictable yeah. in what they're going to do on offense, smash mouth defense. So maybe at some point, maybe you kind of need to like change it up. And that might be Iowa's identity forever. But yeah. I think sometimes you might need to like switch up who's coaching, who's teaching the young kids.
2: I think the longevity is important, especially in recruiting. Because yeah. if you're a good coach and you've, and you've been there and they know you're going to be there, I feel like you, you can get some of the recruits, the recruits that just want to have a stable – environment right. that they're playing and they kind of know what's going to happen mm-hmm. um but i think also kind of like what sam was saying um like recruits want to be excited by something and if you're not going to be exciting you know have something going for you on um it's got to be probably on the offensive side of the ball yeah. If you're not going to be exciting <clears throat> on offense i don't think it matters how long you've been there just think about kind of like david shaw yeah it's like he's at stanford they've been mediocre at best for the, recently And yeah, past what, like six years at this point?
0: That was a big fall off for Stanford. Yeah, dude. That was so good. Yeah, they had like it felt like they had a pool of of some of that elite talent coming to them in the Pac twelve that kinda was it was dispersed between what, like USC, Oregon and them and then kinda UCLA a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But it certainly has fallen
1: off. And they they were a team that really prided themselves on the O line too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't really well, I mean, the I mean, last good year they had, I think, was when Bryce Love had a really good season, yeah, and he right. got hurt, and now we haven't heard about Stanford for forever yeah. at this mm-hmm. point.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if they, uh, they fired David Shaw here in the next couple of years, I think yeah. it's time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go into the next one. What about uh, Marcus Freeman uh, replacing Brian Kelly? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I think, again, like you were saying, healing higher. hire. Yeah. The players are obviously going to rally around him. Like, he's stuck with him. Yeah. He's now their guy, so, I mean... One game left, you're gonna have to ride around this guy no matter what. So
2: yeah. I, I kind of honestly got Clay Hilton vibes from it because uh-huh. that's who everybody, all the players, like, oh, you know, Coach Hilton, that's yeah. who we want. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, Not it's hard the to be as bad player. of a coach as Clay Hilton is, so I'm sure this would be a little bit better than that. Yeah, but uh, I guess time will tell on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I have much of a comment on it. I would say that I. Definitely don't think it's like the get over the hump. Notre Dame becomes a legitimate contender yeah, higher. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I would love to be proven wrong. I mean, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, but uh, that'd be a cool story. Yeah, that's that's one though. That, that's a team that like I don't know if I can really see them being able to to put that roster together.
1: That's mm-hmm. a serious serious uh, scare. I would, yeah, I would say. I'd agree. That um, kind of transitioned us uh, right into Brian Kelly. Yeah, the, yeah. Brian, the Brian Kelly is perfect. I know you guys, you guys <laughs> wanted to show me something. Yeah, I, so there's a video circulating on social media I mean, of Brian around. Kelly uh, doing a little little dance with <laughs> one of his recruits. It was a, Wasn't was it a quarterback or something? Did this come out this morning? It, dude, I, I think it's been out for a couple of days, but basically they're in a room with cameras that are surrounding them, 360, and they're kind of just going around, and Brian <laughs> Kelly starts to dance, and it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. So we're going to show it to Jack right now, get a live <laughs> reaction. The slow mo. Is
0: that a fullback?
1: I think it is. From I could be wrong though.
2: A Walker. What is that for a pun?
1: If they rolled this out for a punter, I'd be shocked. That's, that's Hold up. But isn't that just ridiculous? That's pretty bad. Him just, I don't know. It's very, very that's cringy pretty goofy. if you haven't seen it.
2: Oh, but his name is Walker. Okay.
0: That's pretty goofy. But also, I get it. Like, he's trying to get everybody to buy in. You know, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the, trying to be that lovable yeah. guy. He's that, the new face. He's trying to bring some excitement. uh uh-huh. What do you guys think about it? I mean, I know you probably have some, some thoughts loaded up because you've... The Notre Dame, the, hate. yeah, the yeah. Notre Dame USC rivalry, but yeah. I know uh, this stat has kind of been shoved down everyone's throat. But last three LSU head coaches national champions, mm-hmm.
2: and they've all gone fired,
0: and they've all gone. Fire. Yeah, I, I, mean, I'd realistically probably be okay getting fired if I won the national championship.
2: Oh, well, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> I mean, but let's take the floor.
1: John finished. Yeah. I, would,
2: I would just say that I think Brian Kelly. I had re- I had respect for him as coaching wise, just because. He's been, he's been a great coach at Notre Dame. and He was a great coach um, – what was he at before? Was it Van? Central Michigan. Was that where it was?
0: And then Cincinnati,
2: right? Was he, I think it was Cincinnati. Central
0: Michigan, then Cincinnati. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I remember um, – because I remember hearing that he was really good at where he was before. So I have a lot of respect for his coaching, um, just his prowess, and obviously he's he's proven coach. But now he's just, cool he's just not – I feel like when he's just trying to put off – an image that he isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it started with that, um, he's from Massachusetts. Yeah, my family, it started with that, and now this, it's like, dude, like, I feel like recruits want an authentic person, and he is just not that.
1: I feel like he's really overcompensating trying to relate to yeah. that, like, demographic right. of people, be- just like, probably because too, in Notre Dame, he's viewed as like, the worst human being ever for like, leaving yeah. that team, because those fans are just as diehard as any, you know? Yeah. And then, so now going down to LSU, he's just trying to like, you know re-up his image basically
2: and it's, it's worse now. <laughs> yeah it's not very uh, it's working very
1: well so i'm seeing right now that as of
0: november 30th 2021 uh kelly led notre dame to 113 and 40 record uh in his his time with notre dame i mean i mean those are certainly respectable numbers what, what do you see translating wise into lsu um i mean that's certainly a far more difficult schedule 'Cause you're in I mean, you can't really just pick and choose, I guess, mm. uh, the same way that Notre Dame can. But yeah. uh also just with the the talent, I guess, pool that's available to you being in that conference and yeah. that team.
2: Yeah, I think it was kinda like what we were talking about earlier with Cristobal. I think Notre Dame has a ceiling. And just like you were saying with yeah. with, with recruiting, it's it's uh it's a school that not a lot of guys are willing to go to because of the academic prowess. Um or, you know religious that's school it's a, a big word, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm oh, not used to those on this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> Um But I think he, he is a solid coach, and I, I hope he does well there. Um, but, yeah, his, his time at Notre Dame, he was really, really, really good. It was kind of down years for USC, mm-hmm. um, so it's hard to judge just based on being an SC fan. I think, I mean, I could have out-coached Clay Hilton. So. Yeah,
0: there were a couple of spankings going both yes. ways in, yeah. in, in in his tenure. Yeah,
2: they had some some down years. I think it was 20, gosh.
0: You guys steamrolled him one we time. We
2: steamrolled him, yeah. I remember that. Yeah.
0: But they also destroyed you when they had that... Uh, who was that quarterback that I swear ran for seven yards a
2: carry? Oh, was, was it number five?
0: I, I couldn't tell you. I but think that I that guy was, was an unstoppable. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, But yeah, I I agree.
2: So I think, yeah, down there in the SEC, he'll he'll get some recruits, obviously better than what he would get at Notre Dame. Um, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens because I know he is a good coach, but... I, I can't stand the guy. Now, I didn't have strong feelings about him, but he's just so inauthentic. I It's, yeah. it's cringeworthy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you straight up. If if USC is... If it's a year ago, USC, no Lincoln okay. Riley, that's not even a possibility in your head. Right. Um, And it's announced USC hires Brian Kelly.
2: Oh, I would have been ecstatic. Ecstatic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... You're talking to a guy that I've endured these years of Clay Hilton, and anything that was above Clay Hilton, I think I, I mean, a good step above Clay Hilton, Mm -hmm. I would have been more than okay with. And this, Brian Kelly is a much better coach than he is. And so, yeah, I I would have been happy.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a a sense of, like, objectiveness you have to have when you're you're a real fan of a a team. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't stand Russell Wilson. If Russell Wilson was my quarterback and I didn't have Kyler Murray, like, I'd be a very happy man. (laughs) Uh, But really quick, I actually just pulled up LSU's 2020... 2022 schedule that says that's really weird saying that by the way yeah, um
2: Dude, 16 days
0: off yeah very crazy um let me just tell you they might not win yeah. a lot of games <laughs> uh let's start it off they got florida state first that's a cupcake yeah uh, that's a, a cupcake uh, they played the southern jaguars team. uh week Oh, that's a tough one that's a tough one mississippi state week three yeah, toss up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Mexico Lobos, week four. Ooh,
2: another tough game. Yeah.
0: yeah, those are these are four home games to start the season. By the way, I love that SEC schools can just play like nine weeks at home. Oh, yeah. Um, don't, <laughs> doesn't more. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Uh, then they go at Auburn, uh, week five, which no bone nicks anymore. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad for Auburn. Probably yeah. good. <laughs> Probably good. Uh, I, I, I have them. no idea who's up next for them, but
2: they they have a good coach now, though Auburn. Who is it? Wait, the, was he a new the Boise State coach? No, he's he's had a year there. Um, I honestly don't remember his name. Wait,
0: who, where did Clay Helton go? What's this school? Georgia Georgia Southern, Southern
2: baby. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: So he's going to turn that program around.
2: Uh-oh, 100%. Uh
1: Oh, 100%. So at Auburn, <laughs> what, what's our thoughts on at Auburn? Uh... I mean, Auburn wasn't too great this year, but like you said, yeah. it was first year underneath the head coach. I, so.
2: I could see that being a toss-up as well. It's a crazy D yeah. line. Because LSU still, I mean, they still have their roster. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, then we go Tennessee.
2: I'd, I'd say that's probably a dub.
0: Yeah, if, they, if that game was in Tennessee, I think they'd lose that game. I, yeah. Uh, that seems like an insanely tough place to play, by the way.
2: It's, it's an awesome stadium, yeah. I've
0: heard. Uh, at Florida, and then home versus Ole Miss are the next Jeez, two. Probably two L's. Those are two tough games Yeah, for them. Florida's uh, new coach is j- going to be just wait week off, home versus Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, uh, that's a tough. I'm going to guarantee right now they do not win that game.
2: Ooh, uh, I'll concur with that statement. Mm-hmm.
0: And then they go at Arkansas, home versus UAB. Uh, that's a tough one. Yeah. And then at Texas A&M to end the season. Ooh. The best are they going to get into a bowl mm-hmm.
2: game?
0: That's actually a great question. <laughs> what do you think? So. What's, didn't they change the rules? So it used to be you had to be 500, and now you just need six wins.
2: Oh, is that what it is? I didn't know. I think so. Okay. I think oh, that's
0: Yeah. Um, so six wins. Florida State, Southern. UAB. You have to split one
1: of Mississippi State and New Mexico. I mean, you're going to beat New Mexico. Yeah. Y- you got it. Y- yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's just say Mississippi State's an L for the purpose yeah, of this. Because
2: what, so, what did they go this year?
1: Do you know? LSU, they didn't make a bowl game, didn't they? I don't think uh-uh. so. uh uh, that's why
0: edo's out yeah well yeah get into that one. they were I remember once upon a time when you were wishing that they were six and six okay. wait so if you had to get six wins that's are suspicious they, in a bowl game? they might be in, uh, are they in a bowl game oh yeah they are they're in they're uh playing in a texas bowl versus kansas state
2: yeah you guys brought in the college football insider i don't even know who's in a bowl game yeah seriously <laughs> yeah. dude. That's essentially not a bowl game. Yeah, I mean, come on, come on. They created that game. No one's watching that.
0: Uh, I'll probably watch, (laughs) Uh, if we're being honest. Uh, And then, okay, wait, so where were we? We had New Mexico, three wins. And we had them losing to Mississippi State, out of respect. Uh, At Auburn, I'm going to say they lose that
2: game. I, I I would say that's a loss.
0: And then they beat Tennessee. Four. Yeah,
2: I'd say they Tennessee.
0: At Florida,
1: home versus Ole Miss. They could probably lose those two back to back. They could beat Florida. I can see them being Florida. Okay. They could beat but, Florida.
2: I mean, Florida's a new coach, you can see where that is, but.
1: Let's just say five.
0: Okay. Alabama, Arkansas, the next two. I think Arkansas,
2: I think, is a little overrated. Yeah, I think I they could win that game. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that gives them six. Okay, that gives them six. Yeah, and then UAB. UAB yeah. the UAB's a guarantee. So and then Texas. Guess, a, it's a pretty good chance and, of them. And
2: you probably think that they're in for one surprise upset in there. Exactly.
1: Right. You'd um, have to think.
2: So I think yeah I think they make a bowl game. Yeah, should be interesting. I mean,
0: good yeah. for them. They <laughs> spent a hundred million on a coach, make a bowl game. Yeah, yeah. that's Dude. good for you. But so should we get to our finale then? Yeah, let's talk. Uh, Lincoln Riley. Is there any other coaches that are really worth? Uh, I, I wait, I let's really, talk. Let's talk. Uh, Oregon's replacement. Oh.
2: I, oh. Yeah.
0: I actually just saying it, totally ignorant to like who this guy is and his resume. Uh, even though Urban Meyer probably thinks he's a loser. Uh, he probably is a loser. I think Oregon's probably just going to be mid, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and by mid, I mean average.
2: Yes. Yeah. I think I think they made a great hire, honestly. Mm. I think, um, obviously, I don't know too much about, uh, his name's Dan Lanning, yeah. but he's young. Um, he's defensive-minded, which I think they're going to need up there. It's yeah. Just kind of like what you were saying yeah. um, previously with kind of... Uh, Oklahoma, just the change in to yeah. defense, I think that'll be good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also a really good recruiter. And so I think those three things, because um, obviously Lincoln is an amazing recruiter, and we're going to get into that, but um, he's an offensive guy. Yeah. If they can recruit defense like USC can recruit offense, maybe that'll give them a better chance than trying to recruit offense like USC recruits offense.
3: Yeah. Sense.
0: Um, I don't even know if I feel qualified to make a, st- a statement on the guy, but to jump off of what you said... My first question with regard to Lincoln Riley is: Do you worry that you just said great recruiter, offensive minded? I mean, we would mm-hmm. all say like Lincoln Riley is an unbelievable offensive coach. Right. Um, do you worry it's negligent to the defense, which has been the issue for probably the past decade? I, mean, I winning USC football is a dominant defense, right?
2: No, hundred percent. You got to be dominant on the line to be um, a true SE you know, yeah. powerhouse. Um, I think I don't think it'll be negligent just because his offense is so elite. Yeah, I think mm. I think the status for the the past three years, Oklahoma's led the league in points per game, yeah. and I think they'll. There's even more of a talent gap in the Pac-12. Say from like SC to. I
1: don't know. Arizona? Yeah. yeah.
2: Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean,
0: yeah, Lincoln Riley's going to put 70 points on yeah, Arizona. Yeah, he will. He with will. consistency.
2: And the mm-hmm. thing is, too, is. If Herm can do it. Yeah, if Arizona can <laughs> <gonna> do it. <laughs> if Herm can do
0: it, I think Lincoln Riley can do it.
2: <laughs> um, but I think the thing is with him is he knows that it, where it starts on the line. And he said that multiple times uh, since he's been introduced is mm-hmm. you got to get the big boys. That's, yeah. you know, that, Football is a game of the trenches. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's what it boils down to. And so I think he understands that. And. Um, his DC that he brought in, uh, Alex Grinch, he's been with him for a few years at Oklahoma, um, and while they haven't had the best, obviously Oklahoma is not known for defense yeah. recently, at least. Mm-hmm. They've um, put some prospects into the, yeah, into the NFL. they have yeah, and I, every single year his defense has improved except for the COVID year, which I think we can just trash that yeah. I, I don't seasons. even consider uh-huh. that
0: a, a real year yeah, and so in, in my life, uh, anything
2: <laughs> yeah. So honestly, that was a concern for me, but um, I mean. It's Lincoln Riley, though. I mean, yeah, of I, I course. I think will be okay. I think guys will come. Yeah, you know? yeah. Of we course. will have better recruits, which obviously is going to lend you a better defense. And I I, I think Grinch will be um, solid, if not good, at USC.
1: It's, it's crazy you hearing or hearing you say that USC is going to get better recruits. Because like, <laughs> like as an ASU fan, just watching USC just rack in the four mm-hmm. and five stars like consistently is just kind of disheartening. <laughs> but what, from what
0: I've understood or understand now from particularly reading athletic articles on it, but uh that USC's issue is that they've been losing the two or three blue chip five star guys to Oregon, to mm-hmm. Oklahoma, to, to, Bama. to Bama. And then like even if it's two guys a year, that adds up. When you have when you're three years down, down the, the line, line and you have some of those guys are red shirted and they would be playing on your team and some of them would just be, you know, studs That's that would fair. already be playing. Yeah. I mean that adds up pretty yeah. Well, I mean, fast. we just
2: talked about two of them: Bryce Young and DJ are both from LA. Exactly. And you know, they Bryce it Young, Matter Day. Uh huh. Yep. Right. Um. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Was he the highest-rated uh, Alabama co- uh, quarterback ever?
2: Shoot, I, I mean, I bet because Alabama. Yeah. I mean, it's just been recently where they've kind of changed to be an expensive team.
0: Um Yeah, I think I think it's interesting with USC. I don't really know. I want you to kind of feel free to go in any direction on it. I know you probably have a lot of thoughts on the, on the whole hire and in the situation. But I would say cons- my only thought or my only reservation on it is I I feel like every year I hear and maybe, and it's not even from you. It's it's more so just like, you know, USC's offense, you know, they have this this stud quarterback that that's been sitting in their system. Oh, they have these five-star wide receivers. This offense is going to be so electric. Uh but like has that has it really been winning? Yeah, has that been yeah. winning lately? Um, I think, or is there truly levels to it when it comes to Lincoln Riley's offense playing okay. in a in a Pac twelve?
2: I, I think I think there is. I think that's yep. what it is, and I think what you touched on is so important with for SCs. Um When Pete Carroll was coaching, I know. I, I mean, I always love to talk talk about the, the good old days, the golden years, yeah. Mm. But when he was coaching, nobody would even, you get like you said, with Bama and Oklahoma and Oregon poaching these guys, no one would even try yeah. to enter in L.A. because they know it's a waste of time. It's, they know they're going to exactly, SC. Exactly. And so I think, um, and even this year, Lincoln like, was able to recoup some of those guys that would have never considered SC, like Willie Brown, for example. Um, and so I think over time, Lincoln will be able to build that fence around L.A. again. And I think that will lead to just the elite talent in his offense, just think about his offense at Oklahoma and then think about having three or four more elite guys on the offense. I mean, it should be amazing. It It should should be. be. Yeah.
1: Well, I also also think he's going to really help like develop the players too. Because especially if you think about it in the past, like I feel like there's been a lot of inconsistencies in USC's coaching staff, like a lot of guys in and out. And these guys, like they can't stick with one quarterback coach or one head coach and like learn and develop to how they're supposed to or how yeah. they're expected to so
2: and every every quarterback that we've had i mean especially donald under helton has regressed mm-hmm. so like like uh donald's amazing at the start regression slow this same thing regression and so i think um hopefully it's i the mean same thing J- doesn't jt happen daniels
0: it was a very sought after guy even in the transfer portal in mean, yeah. georgia people were were demanding he play in the in the or Conference championship?
2: Yeah. yeah. They they should start the next game, in my opinion. They really should. They should.
0: That guy that's playing, I don't know his name. He yeah. sucks. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are just kind of sticking with the status quo, yeah. but JT needs to get in there.
0: Um, But yeah, I mean, I think also just because you're pretty – I mean, you're one of the few uh, college football fans I know that is up to date with, like, who you're – university's ad is and like <laughs> all this kind of stuff
1: uh I, I, do you get only <laughs> worded emails <laughs> yeah. do
0: you uh get a little worried in the sense that maybe you know it's like the usc heyday that everyone wants to look back upon the the elite defense the owning la you know nobody even dares to come in do you ever get worried that the university's just chasing those days too much and maybe even doing it a little too uh uh, what's what's the word um, I, like I'm, I'm trying to think of the right adjective but in a sense that it's like recklessly uh, maybe just like throwing money I mean who cares what they spend because it's USC they have endless money uh-huh. but do you ever get like a little worried that it's a it's a little bit of too much reckless like let's get this coach let's get this coach we need to figure this out and, and make this work
2: yeah so in the past I would 100% agree with you um, our ads have been ferocious, just terrible. Yeah. Um, for example, like Pete Carroll was our third pick. Like people were disappointed with Pete Carroll. Obviously, we know what happened. <laughs> but um, since then, our ads just have been terrible. And finally, um, we get in an actual president, one with not, you know, no USC ties, just somebody that's good at their job, and then USC hires them. Yeah. And that's um, I've been listening to a few uh, guys that talk about you know SC and that is it's never really been that way. Um, at least for the, the recent past is they'll get a guy that has to be you know like previously played at usc like like uh um the tradition the yeah, tradition yeah. thing for yeah. sure yeah. jeff yeah. fisher it was um, always he was always yeah. in the coach he's not a good coach he's yeah
0: i mean he's the losingest coach in nfl yeah, history I think right. he was only <laughs> I'm in dead, there. I'm dead serious i think I he so might be actually, i think he might he was only
2: in the, the the talks because he used to go to sc that's not how it should be. Yeah. USC is a top five, I'd argue top three college football program in the nation. Yeah. You've got to pick coaches that are good, at, are good at their job at somewhere else and you just plant them in to SC where they have you know more photo recruiting ground, all this history. So I don't think, I think that with this hire of Lincoln, I don't think they're chasing anything rather than I think they're just competent now. Whereas before they were not.
0: That's a good way to put it actually.
2: Yeah. like, like I'll give you an example. Clay Helton, his buyout, $20 million. Clay Helton. Clay Helton. Okay, and, and, Georgia Southern, Clay Helton. Georgia Southern, Clay. He, he doesn't need no money from Georgia Southern. Because he got out from SC. <laughs> his His agent, his, he's worked wonders. And he's just absolutely destroyed. He's a record. criminal. Yeah, he, he really is. <laughs> and our ADs were just so stupid. It, uh, don't even get me started, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah. I think just now, moving forward, I think... The the excitement around the program is just because we are now competent and we can trust our AD and the guys you know that are making the decisions that we can we can trust them. It's
0: mm-hmm. a good way to put it. Um, I want to pull up USC's 2022 schedule.
2: Oh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cupcake.
0: It's cupcakey. I mean, I don't know Rice Week One, September third, 2022. <laughs> That's going to be a must-watch. Uh, I heard Rice has a pretty killer class this uh, this coming oh, year. Oh, is that right? Yeah, uh, I heard they're, they're poaching some of the LA recruits actually.
2: Yeah. Well, if Hilton was still a coach, I would believe you. <laughs>
0: um, Rice week one, Fresno State week two. You're you're so lucky. Jake Hayner is leaving Fresno State because <laughs> he would carve up USC. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame week three. That'd be fun. No,
2: that's that's just uh, that's actually November. That's just they haven't Oh, oh yeah, there. yeah, you're right and actually. We'll, we'll play Stanford week 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And then I'm, I'm, Fresno will be week 3. Okay,
0: let's just we'll, we'll just list opponents. Okay. Rice, Fresno State, Notre Dame. By the way, Notre is Notre Dame 6 in the preseason. The preseason polls have no, dropped That's right? just from right now. I mean, yeah. Okay, I was going to yeah. say. Um, Arizona. At Arizona, that's Cupcake. tough cake. That's a tough one. Okay. Uh, at Oregon State. That's Oregon State they, is
2: sneaky, they, good. They've they've getting getting sneaky good. They've been a couple are sneaky yeah. good. They've been
0: getting better. Um, at Stanford.
2: That's, I mean, yeah. you got At sense.
1: UCLA? Is DTR staying? No. I, you'd have to assume not, right? He's had his best year. I'd try to capitalize on that. Yeah, but, agree. like, where's he going to go? Uh, where? <laughs> <laughs> the CFL? Like, <laughs> GQ? Like, model or something? Maybe, man. He's a good-looking man. Maybe sign some more USC fan
0: footballs. Yeah, good point. Uh, at UCLA, okay. And then uh, ASU, that's... We LA. should win that game, yeah. in all honesty. I mean... NC is kind of a trend. Yeah, we can we can talk about herm if we want to. Uh, Cal, that's got to be a dub. uh, Colorado, another one. Washington State,
2: another team that this year they have been they fired their coach.
0: He's suing um, them. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, Mm I think
2: yeah, Yeah. you're right. Um, That's a whole thing.
0: Getting sued by your your former coach would be quite the ride during the season. That's
2: all so crazy. Um, But really, if you look at it, I mean, all the Pac-12 opponents that we have besides maybe... Utah was the
0: last game, by the way. Yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. Utah. Um, Maybe besides Oregon State, UCLA could be a game. Um, It probably should be a game. And then Washington State and Utah. I mean, I see three out of those four we are going to win or should win Um, just now that we have a competent coach and we still have a decent amount of talent. Um, And then you get Notre Dame, which right now, I, I would say they're probably favored unless USC does something good next year.
0: Or one of their recruits is just a stud like, Yeah, that's overwhelmingly contributing exactly. to the And team. I wouldn't doubt
2: that, you know, yeah. now that we actually have a competent yeah. system. Um, and then Rice and Fresno should both be dubs. So I think um, it's set up to where Lincoln will have a, a good first year um, just based on his, his history. I think that we should at least, I mean, I think eight wins is is pretty... Uh, that's attainable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we could do it.
0: Do you think that there's ever
1: a top 25 appearance?
2: Um if you
1: hope USC is always in the top twenty five at some yeah. point, right? Especially like the first couple th- like three weeks you stack three wins. Yeah. You're I gonna be if, top twenty five. If you
2: start like four or five and no we could go.
1: You beat like, you beat Rice, you jump uh jump
0: jump, jump to one, <laughs> jump to <laughs> jump
2: to one. Jump Bama. Uh, <laughs> <Bama>. <laughs>
0: uh
1: those signs are never a good idea. Oh uh, never. Yeah. Uh,
0: kind of similar to doing the, the discount double check in front of Aaron Rodgers. What was Ooh, what was he thinking? What, man.
1: Well, what was I, he thinking? I will say Robert Quinn's had a great year. He has had a great He's year. He's had a great year. But what, what was he
0: thinking? You don't need to do that to, anybody, to, hey, to a man hey, like that.
1: That game hurt my feelings. No, that, I understand. That was but, a fun game until the fourth quarter. I knew we couldn't <laughs> keep putting up points to compete with that, but it was bound to unravel at some point what did Devonte adams he's like
0: man when has that ever worked out for anybody <laughs> Never. uh yeah unfortunate Never. do you have any any more thoughts you really want to get out on lincoln riley um i'm still i i really want to watch how this this defense progresses over the years i'd be not nervous or maybe even nervous if you continue to have an electric offense but still i like, can't get over the hump with, with a couple of just defensive De- fully defensive uh, losses. Yeah. That Honestly, sense. that was
2: my first concern when they made the hire would, would yeah. be the defense. But like I said earlier, we, we can only go up from here. This year, mm. USC had its worst season statistically since 1957. <laughs> 1957. There's yeah. no way that next year can... I, knock on wood. Yeah. There's no way that next can year imagine? can be worse. <laughs> Do
1: you know it's, how many people will be coming from Lincoln Riley's head? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so I'm,
2: I think just obviously we're going to be exciting on offense. Um, hopefully... I, I don't want Caleb Williams or and I, thought, I want it to be like homegrown Jackson Dart I think would be fun to you know, oh
0: is Caleb Williams in the transfer portal is that is that for sure or is, it uh, just, is this kind of rumored
2: yeah it's been rumored It's kind of like a just out. the connection thing exactly yeah. I, I don't think he'll, he'll he was, be, he, was re-
0: he was really cool by the way
2: yeah he's awesome he's, he's yeah he's really cool. cool but uh, like fingernail polish and all like, <laughs> I'm so down for that guy <laughs> um, but I think under Lincoln Riley Jackson Dart will be I think maybe in two years he could win a Heisman. I'm excited uh, for, for yeah, Dart.
0: Uh, when we went to that game at ASU, ASU, USC, I, I thought
1: Dart looked pretty good. Well, He's, dude, he just didn't get a chance to even get going because they were doing that switch yeah, out thing with Slovis. I mean, I that's was, so dumb. That's so dumb. It is I think you can make that work if one quarterback is like strictly legs. Like all he yeah. does is like run and do draws and that but kind of stuff. But at the same
2: stuff, time, what national championship winning team? None. I mean, maybe besides Bama a few years back, but that's Bama. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know what I'm saying? They got five stars. It's, on, yeah. In so, every what elite
2: team in college or NFL does the two quarterback system? It's,
0: it's not a the player. Carolina Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they actually do. Um, and uh, my team lost to them. Well, with the two. Your quarterback team, team was banged up. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, wait, I had one more thought on um, on that actually. Uh, Slovis was he the one that? A few years ago, had the like breakaway like fifty-five yard run when he came into the game for one play. No, that was Matt Fink. Okay, I th- yeah. if that was Slovis, I was gonna say Slovis probably bought himself Matt, uh, a roster spot for a couple years. <laughs> of that run. I
2: love Slovis, but he has no—he he can't move. Okay, he, he popped quarterback. Okay, I was. He sense. actually entered the transfer portal yesterday. Oh on. Uh, yeah, that that's a weird one. Yeah. Up. <laughs> 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 Wait. Follow, a
0: follow his boy Clay. Wait, before we skip into anything else, Spencer Rattler. University
1: of South Carolina. Interesting move. The game I'm the upset Gamecocks. about it. You Oh, well, I mean You know why? I wanted ACU. Well, yeah. Our our current quarterback screwed that up for us. So we knew when he was returning it was over. But yeah, aka, yeah. the he is the regression. He literally. That he should be his that. nickname. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. He if he could have gone, if you can be a one and done, that that is the prime example <laughs> of why you should be a one and done. Yep. Yeah. Like exactly why. S- secure your money. Yeah. And then just suck in the NFL. And yeah, goes and, in there. Then, and then you can play backup your whole life.
1: And yeah.
2: Would you set? guys have genuinely wanted Spencer Rowler? Yes, well, well, the, o- the only reason fun. why
1: I don't like him for his character, yeah. but all- dude, he like I mean, if you're a Heisman candidate going into the season, you're but obviously you very. You could cal- argue
2: that he was a Heisman candidate just because he's a quarterback under Lincoln Riley.
1: Of course, but I I can also say I don't think Jaden Daniels would have ever been a Heisman candidate. So just having somebody with that caliber, I think would yeah. I mean help bring in other people too. I mean, for that matter,
2: and it's just an exciting thing in the program if you can get somebody you know that highly throw- touted, yeah, yeah, as well recognizes him. And yeah, so. Exactly, but yeah. I, I don't understand the South Carolina move. Maybe just we guaranteed him it's a starting spot. Oh, I feel like there could have been so many so other so many other places where have they have you know air radio or yeah, better, system yeah better systems yeah better systems for a or, TV like like him or
1: playing on like national TV or yeah something <laughs> kind of like that I, I mean, mean
2: South Carolina they're terrible they
1: used to be good right when they had Jadavian Clowney who was who was their running back oh, that was so nice Jadavian Clowney in the bowl game that hit Night-night Michigan yeah that hit it is it is
0: outrageous I remember to this texting
2: day. you right when that hit happened
0: yeah uh by the way. Not really talked about. Jadavian Clowney, one of the biggest busts, but yet not bust in the NFL.
1: He has his good years and has his bad yeah. years, yeah. and I don't and mean bust as on.
0: in like he's not a good, he's not a productive NFL player. But this guy was a top pick, and I feel like it's
2: so hard to live up to the hype when yeah. you're a top because in college you're playing guys that you know you could be bigger, faster, stronger than still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean when you get to the NFL, it's a different animal. I mean these guys obviously they're top picks, they're studied, but yeah, it's hard to live up to all the hype. That, especially that he he garnered after that hit, man. Oh, it dude. Ridiculous.
0: That, that was ridiculous. That was insane. That was not outrageous hit. I mean, actually, I now that I, I have to pull up South Carolina's football schedule for next year, and we just have to, to really think about
1: this. I mean, also, like, for Rattler, too, do you think he's kind of thinking, like, kind of what I was saying earlier, like, he wants to make a reputation in the SEC, which is perceived as the best conference in football. Like, he wants to show people that he can play at the highest level, even though he wasn't Able to play in the Big Ten, like maybe a little, maybe a little like uh, the Big Twelve. Maybe like I'll play, I'll play Clemson,
0: A and M, in Georgia, and I'll throw for three hundred and twenty yards and lose by twenty. But like you'll
1: know that I can throw the ball on this defense. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I guess like is that the top process you're thinking? That, that's yeah, not how I'm yeah. Describing
1: it. So you can show his skills. Yeah. and like like Cole was saying too. They probably told him like, hey, yeah, you're the guy. We're not going to get another quarterback prospect as good as you. so You're yeah. going to be the guy. So you probably I think that's took that. a
2: weak mindset if we're if we're hundred percent. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's
0: yeah for but sure I mean, terrible. this schedule like this this spells some trouble. Uh, Georgia week th- week three, uh, that might be a couple not top ten plays. Uh, <laughs> at Kentucky, October eighth, interesting game. Look, looking forward to that one.
2: Yeah.
0: Texas A and M, uh, October twenty second.
2: They're it's hard to figure out, man. Yeah,
0: very man. very hard to figure out. Uh, I mean, his game of the year is going to be Vanderbilt, November Uh, fifth. That's pretty much must-watch TV. And then, crash
2: on the Boilermakers, man.
0: Clemson at the end of the year—that might be the game that somehow makes him a second-round pick. Where it's like everyone perceives Clemson's good defense, throws for like three hundred yards, walks off. You never see him touch that uniform again.
2: (laughs) I, that it'll like we've been saying. I think Clemson will be very interesting next year. Clemson and Oklahoma.
0: See how they can bounce back. Yeah. Yep. It but yeah, be. the the Spencer Rattler thing is bizarre. But
1: it is. We should. Uh, you guys want to move on? We let's can. Do yeah, let's, let's let's get into it. Let's get in. Should we go? do You guys want to go NFL or do you want to go video games? I want to go Power Rank, French
0: toast, waffles, pancakes. Oh, Ooh. okay. You didn't even tell us about this one. Yeah, You're this the is spot. a surprise. Yeah. French toast,
2: waffles, and pancakes. I feel like those are like
0: kind of the three Dude,
2: replacement tough. options. Yeah, would, would no, agree? I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's like. Are we talking just generally, I mean, or like certain pancakes, certain? Fresh just, general, just, just general, just, general. just yeah. general.
1: I think maybe you could throw crepes in there, but those are kind of like, yeah, that's kind of yeah. exotic. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs>
0: you're trying too hard, yeah. You're trying to.
1: Gosh,
2: that's tough. Crepes
0: are really good. Crepes are good. They're really, good. They're, really good. they're really good. Let's let's not let's not talk down on
1: crepes. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: dude, that's yeah. so tough because I think place, crepe expectations. Come
1: yeah, I think I crave those different foods like at different times. Like yeah, the waffle just kind of gives you that. Like that crunch that you want, Belgian like waffles. Can we start so at the good. bottom though? Because I feel yeah. like
2: it might be the easiest to eliminate.
1: Yeah, I think French toast is the bottom. I was gonna say I think French, French toast, toast is, but my dad does make good French toast, so, so if he's making it. That's just yeah. like a, a personal thing. Good right. French
0: toast is re- Burger King French toast sticks in the airport. In the, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it's
1: just <laughs> that's the only time you're yeah. going to Can Burger King like French
2: toast. So much is a product of the syrup though.
1: But Could be yeah, Always. and also like the whipped cream yeah. and stuff you get on top. Right. Of it I, but syrup.
2: I say easily French toast okay. number three.
1: So what
0: you're saying is French toast with the syrup, formerly known as Aunt Jemima now known as what
1: Old, Old Pearl Mining Company. Yeah. You're yeah. joking? Yeah, they changed it, but still the same. Old Pearl Mining Company. It's, the, it's literally <laughs> the best syrup in the world. I, so. That's the only yeah. one that my parents buy. Yeah, it's so
0: good. Uh,
2: I'm still kind of
0: Uh So I I put French toast three. Yeah, yeah I'd that. say that's a, yeah. That's a consensus but here. I'm I have a difficult time putting waffles or pancakes over one another. That's rough. You man. know, I
1: think for me, I'm going to put pancakes one just because yep. I eat them more consistently. Yep. So I many I different have varieties, them, yeah. And you, like yeah, exactly. Blueberries, yeah. you get chocolate chips yeah, in there, yeah. which again, you could do with waffles, but I think they're number one easier to make. I eat them mm-hmm. more often. So I think I'm going to put them one. Another on the
2: aspect of waffles that sometimes goes overlooked is when you put on the butter, it can get stuck. And a little, you know what I'm yeah. talking about? And then you it rips out. Yeah, yeah. 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 It has, yeah, yeah. It has too much butter yeah. in one spot. So I think.
0: Not heart healthy. No, I mean, <laughs> you don't want to get all yeah. that butter in one bite. You yeah. Know, it goes right yeah. to the gut. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> but I think that is the reason, in my mind, at least, that I put pancakes number one. It's just the ease of use. Yeah, yeah sure. Have
0: you guys tried uh, Kodiak cakes? Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. Cakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. they're good stuff. Fantastic. Those are yeah. Good, yeah. Uh, all right. Just had to throw that one in there. Should we, what should we do? Should we go a little, who started off hard? Just, just yeah, to, to let's introduce let's, it. Let's go into, stu- all right, we'll give, it, we'll give it three seconds. All right, LeBron go down. Ah! LeBron did started off hard. All
2: right,
0: Cole, started off hard?
2: So I know you guys don't talk about the NHL a lot, I'm here. Okay. Um,
0: the Knights are on fire?
2: The, the Knights, I mean, we're getting people back. Mm-hmm. Um, we're almost full strength. Um, yeah, we've been on a pretty good tear. But I don't know if you guys have been watching the games, but Patrick Reddy's back and he's going off. Has and he scored a goal in like every game? He's yeah. So yeah. eleven games played, twelve goals, seven assists. Yeah. So that's wow. almost two points per game. Nineteen points in eleven games. Wow. Um, yeah, he's been amazing, and so I think that that'd be my start off point for sure. That's a good. That's one. crazy. By, by the way,
0: way, I just don't know. Is is it, in hockey is only goals and assists are points right? right? And they're just both worth one.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. Like goals plus assists equals points.
0: So there are guys who may you know have top five points in the league but may just be f- total facilitators yeah gotcha 100%, yeah. Uh-huh. cool very interesting um i can't wait for stanley cup season that's when i really lock oh, into the, to the hockey oh yeah best playoffs yeah uh hockey forever the most underrated sport live 100% um i actually had two who started off hards yeah actually i'm gonna let you go first okay
1: mine my first one has to be Jakeem Grant, Jack's cousin. <laughs> oh. um, Man, that guy played so insane. Yeah, he played ridiculous. He had one catch the whole game, but it was a 46 yard touchdown, which he zoomed down the sideline. It was, he looked so quick. And then he also had one 97 um, yard punt return, which was actually the longest in Bears history. That was, which is kind of oh. crazy to say, especially because we had Devin Hester. With the best so. returner of all time. Yeah, so uh, pretty cool. That return, that punt return was
2: ridiculous. Yeah, that well, gave
1: me some Arkansas vibes. The, me, the OG Arkansas punt return. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my dad were very worried. He started to back up a little bit, yeah. and they ran to one side, and you know that's usually when they collapse. Those are so hard to judge. Like when yep. you know you can't saying? see enough of the yeah. field, you know, to see what he's seeing. But yeah, that was awesome. And then um, my second one, I'm giving it to Jackson State. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good
2: one. I was actually going to. That's that. a really good one.
1: Signing the number
0: one recruit this morning, Deion Sanders. Pretty outrageous. Pretty outrageous. Did you guys see uh, Deion Sanders Barstool interview that was recorded yesterday? But not doesn't he work for Barstool? I don't know about that, but or maybe Barstool might be sponsoring Jackson Something State like that, yeah. for NIL. Mm-hmm. However, uh, there was an interview yesterday that they were supposed to air, but they hadn't aired it, and they they just showed the footage.
3: Huh.
0: And it's him with uh, um, uh, Dave, Portnoy, and then Big Cat, and he says that tomorrow's National Signing Day, and mark my word, we're gonna shock the country.
1: there you go. Yeah. He was trying to tell us. He
0: was trying to tell us. uh, Pretty cool. Tampering, tampering, actually. (laughs) he should not know where that young man. is. investigation again. Yeah, those yeah. NCAA um,
2: already already have him banned for the next five years. Yeah, sanctions. <laughs> the, bo- the bull ban. Yeah,
0: the bull ban would be in full effect. Uh, from my who started off hard. I actually went two, and they were both a little bittersweet. Um, George Kittle has been on a tear. Uh, yes, guys yes. has, has been yeah. unstoppable. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys saw the picture. Did you guys see the picture of all? It was almost all eleven Bengals players surrounding him.
1: Really? <laughs> no, I didn't see <laughs> that. I got that guy's such a tank, man.
0: I got to show you this picture before we before we continue on. It was. One of the more outrageous things I've seen. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, dude. That's literally, what, dude. eight people? That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys yeah. around him. Um, oh, that's insane. Crazy. But anyways, he had 13 catches for 151 yards and a touchdown this past Sunday against the Bengals in that OT win. Uh, in, their, in his past two weeks, he has uh, 22 catches for wow. 332 yards wow. and three touchdowns.
2: That's insane.
0: That is out, that, That's Quite literally, a B tier tight end's whole year. Well,
1: yeah. it's funny you say that because I actually saw a thing on Twitter today that said Hunter Henry has less yards than that this entire year.
2: Do you remember when he was so good at and the that's what. Season? Yeah, like, him and Johnny
1: Smith got kind of. He got a bag. But
0: they, I mean, yeah. they're, they're getting paid to block. These yeah. guys are like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Tight end nation, shut up. Yeah, yeah sir. Um, and then my second was another bittersweet one uh, Aaron Donald. I was at the game Ooh. on Monday and.
3: Whose house?
0: Realistically, probably the most dominant game I think I've seen by a defensive lineman in my life. Uh, for anything I've ever said about that guy, he's unstoppable. In and the, the thing
2: room. is, too, he's an interior lineman. It's interior not supposed to are supposed to eat up blocks. Yeah. They he, don't get the stats. It's he's not, not supposed only to an
1: interior him. lineman; he's an undersized yeah. interior right. lineman.
2: And he gets all the double teams. He'll get triple teams mm-hmm. at points. Yeah.
1: By the way, I, I
0: will say just to rattle off his numbers: uh, he had a sack on the first play of the game. He pretty much picked up Max Garcia our right guard our backup right guard I should add uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> A little bit, uh, and pretty much delivered him to Kyler Murray uh, and Kyler Murray fell over so he had 15 pressures in three sacks
2: 15 pressures yeah in one game in one game uh-huh. oh I didn't even know that
0: yeah it was one of the craziest games I've ever seen he also had the tip on Kyler's throw in the red zone that ended up as an interception that um, guy's ridiculous that guy is, is so
2: he's worth every penny we paid him I, I, I will
1: I, say also, after the last time the Cards played the Rams, I do recall Jack saying over and over again, 99, who's that? I don't know who that is. Turn around and we see your name. Yeah, turn around and we your name. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of funny.
0: Very fair. Uh, to be fair, we were dominant our first game that against the true. Rams. And, uh, you know, it was, a little hum- it was a humbling game. It was a humbling experience. But I will say, George Kittle, Aaron Donald, Two of the best players in the NFC West and in the NFL. Absolutely, yep. outrageous, outrageous Perfect. players. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa yeah. tight end nation—the real tight end nation. Yeah. <laughs> There's really I'm no sure other that. answer. Also, Aaron Donald versus James Conner is a cool matchup. Those were college teammates. Yeah, uh, yeah. Conner cool. had a good game too. At yeah, Pitt, right. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah, they both got the best of each other a couple times. Dude, I have so, so much
2: respect for James Conner. What he's been, doing? yeah, he's an. Awesome he's guy. an outrageous
0: story. Um, yeah, he he was asked after the game because he got kind of banged up on the last couple of plays of the game, and. <laughs> The, the reporter asked him how he's feeling and he's, he literally was like, I fear nothing.
1: That was his answer. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. The reporter starts. How's your ankle tremble- doing? Starts trembling. <laughs>
0: Honestly I believe it. How can <laughs> yeah. you bend what you've been through? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Alright. Uh anyways. Well I, I think that's a perfect transition in the Rams cards because oh, cool. Cole is a LA guy. Yep. He likes the Rams. Cheers for him. So I think I'll be the mediator here. I'll be neutral. <laughs> no, I got, um, I got a lot of play both sides. And like Jack's mentioned, he was at the game, so I'm sure he has a lot of I got a lot confident.
2: to say. I, I want to hear what you have to say first.
1: As the whole entire yeah. game or just the Cardinal
2: side or
0: the yeah, Rams side? Yeah, Cardinal side. C- purely Cardinal side. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, just, just, you can't speak
1: about what anything kind
0: else. kind of thought going
2: yeah. in? Because I know you've kind of, at least, I don't know, in between our conversations, you always talk about how underrated they are and how recently you've been giving me a little, little work.
0: A little about, flack about Stafford. A little flack about yep. Stafford and yep. just the
2: Rams overall. And honestly, I am not – as into the NFL as you guys are, so I'll defer to you, but I feel like they kind of proved you wrong.
0: Um, Let me say that as a blanket statement for the Cardinals and more so just like the thesis of my entire feelings towards the Cardinals is that if you throw up interception in the red zone when you're on the 10-yard line and you throw an interception within your own 20-yard line,
1: you yeah. should not expect
0: to win the game. Yeah, 100%. You should never expect to win the game.
1: That, that's something I was going to say, too. Because I think – I was talking to Cole about this before you got here. But, like, he only threw two picks, which doesn't seem like that much, really, if you look at it. Like, there's players that are throwing four picks a game and still winning. But, like, they were in very inopportune times. Yes, yeah, yeah, like, 100%. Just wrecking the game.
0: Um, and, and then like, Kyler said, I mean, the first pick he said – You could tell he was kind of pissed off. He was like, that was a touchdown pass. Aaron Donald just made the best play. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the second pick, he just said that was an awful throw, which it was. Um, And then as another thesis, I would say uh, that I think it's tough to be upset as a Cardinals fan when you do exactly what I just said and you still had an opportunity to be in the game and and ultimately win the game. And it was exactly how the Packers game went. During the Packers game – Horrible timed interception. We spotted him 14 points. Rondell Moore muffed a punt. We gave him the ball at the 10-yard line, and they just walked in for a score. And we still had an opportunity to win the game. I think it shows, ultimately, a lot of fight on the team. And that's what I think I'm most impressed by. Yeah. But that was the best game I've ever seen Stafford play this year. Yeah. Uh, he threw the ball perfectly every time he, he dropped
1: back.
2: But mm-hmm. I kind of want to flip it, though, because... You kind of spun it with a positive view for the Cardinals, and I'm going to do the opposite for mm-hmm. the Rams. Because, I mean, like you said, you guys made so many mistakes. I think you pretty much gave us the game, even though we played very, very we well. Yeah,
0: we spotted you. We spotted you at least seven points, realistically fourteen. Yeah, because you guys drove down the field after the the red zone pick. Right. Which I mean is just a horrible omen on our defense. That just yeah. yeah.
2: So because at the start of the season when we originally got Stafford, I think I think it was pretty well-substantiated, you know, kind of everybody believed it, that, okay, this makes us a Super Bowl contender. Because mm-hmm. historically, our defense has been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're just kind of lacking a quarterback. Sorry, Goff, but you're herocious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and so I kind of thought, okay, now, like, this is our year. This year, next year, and especially with all of the, I would kind of say desperate moves that we've been doing. Very. Like, Vaughn Miller,
0: yeah, Miller OBJ. I mean, quote-unquote, all in. Via, yeah. Via yeah. the Twitter. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And so I think...
0: Which is a very bold statement, by the way. Oh, 100%. To say you're all in as a team and like label that as a franchise. I respect it, though. I, I respect it, but that's a very bold move. Man. Yeah, you know what I, mean?
2: I agree. Um, but I think... I mean, obviously there was some plays that we could have made a little bit better this game. But I think this was almost our ceiling in terms of how good we can play. That's an interesting point. Yeah, because... I mean, you think about it, what critical mistakes did we make?
1: Uh, I mean at the end of the game, the onside.
2: Well, the onside, besides, I yeah. mean, that's kind of a fluke play. That's yeah. a
1: flute play. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a
0: great question. Um, I would say there was certainly a chance where the, the Rams could have ended the game and Zach Allen just bolted through and, and destroyed Stafford. Um, on yep. like, I think it was a third down. Yeah. Um, he
2: kind of just took that sack, too, which was Yeah.
0: Yeah, he did. He just kind of dropped his body yeah. and, and ate it. Um, that would be one of the only ones I can think of in uh, Stafford was not missing throws. Dude, he
2: was. He, I mean that one that one throw to Cup on the sideline. That was the most, most ridiculous. My gosh. Wait, what are you the, talking
0: about the touchdown throw in the, in the ground or the one where he, the, the one the, over the shoulder? Yeah, the deep. Yeah, the oh deep ball gosh. was ridiculous. And was, Byron Murphy was playing that perfectly.
2: Yeah, it was the same thing. Uh, was it Cup? Did he run a whip route? I think it was a whip, but yeah, right to the corner of the end zone. And you could have not have played that ball any better. Well that and could have been just, a pick so yeah. easy. Oh the <laughs>
1: Marco Wilson one when he yeah. when he's diving yeah. down. You threw
0: yeah. that the ball went right under his form. Yeah, yeah You yeah.
2: threw in that ball like you've got to put yeah. it in the perfect spot with uh-huh. the right amount of zip and he did. Uh-huh. But I mean, if you pl- if you make that throw and you ask nine of the QBs in the NFL to make it, I think half of them are picks. Oh yeah. that like that was an amazing so or, he, or he in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or on the ground yeah. Or in the ground. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he played. He played amazing. That's
0: an interesting point, actually. I, I I don't know if I feel comfortable necessarily commenting on that as as if that's the Rams ceiling, because <laughs> that seems like a comment that would definitely bite me. But I think, you know, they were, the Rams were shorthanded, so they, that's also true. They definitely played as good as they probably could have, being shorthanded. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the card's got to play cleaner football. It's it's not it's not really acceptable to. Uh, to be three and three at home and seven and zero on the road, really, yeah, in any fast Very interesting. Yeah, it's not. It's just not what you want to do. Um, but I gotta say, like the cards, the run defense needs to be better. Uh, the, missing a lot of tackles, which is kind of like been what the Cardinals have improved upon early in the season. That's kind of what they pride themselves on. Mm-hmm. And also, like something that frustrates me so much, and I see this with a lot of NFL teams. I feel like. And maybe it's just my ignorance to the game or, or being a defensive coordinator, but nothing pisses me off more than when it's like a th- third and short, second and short, even or third and five, third and six, and your DB's nine yards off.
2: Oh my gosh! What, what, You're giving a first down. Mm-hmm. What do you want a hitch? You want
0: to you want to meet in the middle? Like <laughs> I mean, like it doesn't make any sense to no. me. So there were a couple times where really big plays where the Cardinals probably could have had a couple more opportunities or even a couple more minutes with the ball that maybe would have helped us win the game or tie the game, but it's third and short, second and six, third and six, third and five. And you know, Marco Wilson or whoever it is, is like seven yards off Cooper cup. Yeah. Obviously Cooper cups going to get the ball. Yeah. Guys unstoppable.
2: I think it's, it's just so hard to play as a DB on him because he might, he doesn't really have breakneck speed, but his routes are ridiculous. And he's so strong. Yeah. And it's, yeah, but I, I would agree. I think, Playing off man, giving him seven yards on the third and five, I mean that's it's like, pretty unacceptable.
1: Yeah, there's nothing nothing worse than that. Well yeah, even though he's not fast, like they've been thrown to him all year. He's right. the NFL's leading. He's an receiver. NFL receiver. It's not like he's yeah. not a <laughs> line, yeah. Like yeah.
2: Yeah. people know who he is. Man. Yeah.
1: He's not Draymond Green, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what?
0: the guy can catch the ball. Um that frustrated me from that standpoint. But yeah. I'm a i am I mean, it's hard to be down. I think uh at the end of the day, it seems like, it seems like the goalpost was like a little bit moved in the sense that now people are like, oh, the Cardinals are falling apart when we weren't even supposed to be here to begin with.
3: Yeah, I disagree like, with that. Yeah,
0: it's like you know, it's just the media overreacting. Yeah, they always do. But yeah, I will add to it also some new news: uh, DeAndre Hopkins now out for probably the rest of the regular season, really, with a knee sprain. Oh
2: my god, staying
0: on like the third to last play of the game. Um,
2: he had a big drop that
0: game. He had a really big drop, which is what I, sh- I actually was going to add. That's a very in, in, including the throwing an interception in your own red zone and within your own twenty yard line. DeAndre Hopkins never drops that ball. Yeah. A yeah. three yard slam yeah. on yeah. fourth and two. You know, nine, I mean? nine times out of a hundred, that yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's a first down. I can't say yeah. I can't say never. He right. almost almost never <laughs> drops that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I just gotta say like I'm I'm still impressed with how hard they fought and the post game pressers made me. A little more confident in the sense that, like, we we lost an we lost a game to a good team. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. We lost by a possession.
1: Yeah, it is what it is. So I do also have a couple things to to add to this. That I want to kind of ask you. So I want this this is more geared towards. I guess this is geared towards both of you. But so let me get your thoughts about Stafford after the game because. So this, as I think Jack has mentioned a lot of times, Stafford historically has not beaten good teams. Uh, I like terrible let me, and let, me, let me give you a really good stat continue, well, continue. Uh, yeah, yeah. we might have the same stat. so I was gonna say this is his first win over a team five games over 500 this was uh, Matt Stafford's first win out of and
0: this was his tenth attempt at it it was his first win he's one and nine in a game where he comes
1: in and the opponent has ten wins coming oh, into the game yeah that was his first win right um, so, so I mean I guess based on those two stats that we just read like especially you because you, you've you been so down on him um, with his, his like his historically his records in those games how do you think this will is this like a trending up thing is this just like a one time thing do you think like how, how I guess how is this going to translate to the playoffs you know I think it's interesting I
0: think my take is not my take but I, I guess my philosophy sometimes is flawed but I've always kind of been on the mindset and there's obviously situations to, to everything and there's context to everything but I've always been in the mindset that a guy who's never played losing, who's never played winning football and has played losing football. His career is not going to go to a new team and just start playing winning football overnight. That's been my, my thesis, I guess I should say for a lot of NFL players. It was why I thought trading two first round picks for Jamal Adams was stupid. The guy's been playing horrific losing football his entire life. You think he's going to come in and revitalize like a, a top tier defense. Uh, why I was a little cautious with Stafford. I mean, he's never won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, and those stats against good teams are not good. Uh, you know, I don't really know. I think that that was a big win for them. That was probably, I would say that's probably their best win all season. It's probably Stafford's
1: yeah. biggest win, too, of his career, for it could, sure. It could be. I, I don't yeah. know
0: his whole career, so I, I don't even know. I kind of
2: want to offer a little bit of rebuttal to what you said, because, I mean, while I totally get your point, because, um, like you said. like To which point? The point that losing football doesn't turn into winning football.
0: Yeah, and, and and I admittedly think that can be flawed at times, and I think yeah. I've learned that that can be flawed. Yeah, but it's kind of just how I've internalized the game.
2: I totally get it because I mean, kind of like you talk about with culture, like when you're used to losing all the time, you don't hold yourself to that high of a, yeah. you know a, a winning perfect. You know, you need to have perfection standing. Yeah, and uh, so while I totally see that, at the same time, it's hard to win when you're the Lions.
0: Very, and very, but. My rebuttal to that, and this is not the whole team, like you, had, you, you were paired with objectively one of the most talented wide receivers of, of all time yeah. and teams that were qualified enough to win eight, nine, ten games on three or four times in a, in a, in a decade span.
2: I completely understand that. But I think, I mean, first of all, one, one elite option I think is almost worse than two very good options. Like, for example, Robert more. Woods in the Cooper Cup versus one Calvin Johnson.
1: It, Just you, you guys both remember the play where more. he was—they were playing against the Bengals and Calvin Johnson was being triple teamed. Yeah, like C- the whole game. And game I, I, think also like I could speak a lot on this because I mean, I my team's in the NFC, right, right. so I've got to see Stafford twice a year, every single year. And I think, although yeah, he did have Megatron and Megatron put up 100 yards a game. I mean, who was their running back? Who was their line? Who was their defense? Reggie Bush. I, you, I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I mean, like I mean, the, the whole defense the too. Were, have
0: you guys heard that stat that it, it was like? 10 or 11 years between the Lions' 100-yard rushers. Like they hadn't had a 100-yard rusher in a game for like 11 years. That is That's, insane. See, I
3: mean... Yeah.
1: There's your O-line. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, that just goes to show. I mean, I, I don't think you can put that whole thing on the quarterback, although he does have like a great influence on the team. Right. Uh, oh yeah, it's, I, it's definitely team game. I think too is like
2: with, for example, like with Baker somebody like that, somebody that you don't, you can't really trust in terms of like their edge. I think Stafford, just based on what I've seen and kind of how he was in college, I, I trust that he's like, at heart, he's a winner. Maybe he hasn't been on a winning team, um, but I think, like you said, like, it could be a little bit of a catalyst, this game, to make him think like, okay, maybe he didn't have the confidence before, but now he's like, okay, I can beat good teams. Like yeah. I have a good team now behind me. Let's do this.
0: I don't know, though, if I, at the end of the day, if this game convinced me that I can see Stafford beating Tampa Bay in the playoffs or Green Bay in the playoffs... And in, I don't even know if I think that of the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals are a much younger team than the Rams are. Yeah. Uh, but th- the thing with Stafford, even though I totally agree, Lions, context, there's, there's something to it, and it has to be acknowledged when you talk about Stafford. But, like, he, he plays a role in it. It's the most valuable 100%. position. you know, what I mean, the quarterback dictates for the most part, more than any other player on the field, how the, the outcome is going to be. And it's not like his playoff stats are anything pretty i mean i I can pull them up they're they're certainly not good it would be interesting
2: Um, to see um who he's played in the playoffs just for some context of kind of like his his playoff losses in in detroit
0: yeah i mean i have it right here actually let me pull up the game logs
1: i also think just while we're looking this up another piece of context we have to think about too is how many head coaches he's played for and how many different systems he's had to learn because and a lot of those coaches have been defensive-minded too. I think all of them, right? Yeah. So it, again, that's just another thing that he's had a battle. So again, yes, there can be some something said about him and his play in those big games, but also like I, there's just a ton of context when you're talking about the Lions, right? Yeah. I mean, th- here we go. Three
0: three playoff games. He's, all been wild card games. All been wild card games. In 2011, he played the Saints. Uh, in 2014, he played Dallas. And 2016, he played Seattle. Yep. And did Seattle go on and win that Super Bowl? No. No. 2016
2: was it the year after? I think 2016.
0: No, yeah, they lost. Yeah, no, the 2016 was Falcons, uh, uh, Patriots Mm. in Super Bowl. Um, So 0 and 3. He has a 63% completion percentage in his three games. 908 yards, 300 yards a game. That's impressive. Four touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, an 87 passer rating. He's taken six sacks. It's not really a quarterback stat. Uh, but – and then a rushing touchdown in his first game. So
2: I don't think that's
0: – Two fumbles.
2: I don't think that's too, like, indicative of, like, oh, he's bad in the playoffs.
0: Four touchdowns, three – five turnovers. Five touchdowns. Yeah. Five, it, touchdowns, five, five yeah. touchdowns, five turnovers. Yeah. No, I could, I, Shoot, I, shooting one for one. But, yeah. but
2: also, you got to think, the, the Seattle that year, their defense – Pretty nice. Of course.
0: I mean, that was the tail end of that good defense. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah.
2: And the Saints in twenty eleven were also a really good team.
0: I mean, they got quite honestly, like, slapped by the, the Seahawks. Oh, <laughs> to 6 He wasn't uh, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I mean we can none of us can prove another one right or wrong right now. Mm-hmm. It's right. just gonna be interesting to see the the Rams play in the playoffs. Definitely. And it's gonna be really interesting to see how the uh the NFC race within the conference as a whole for the number one seed, yeah. and then also the yeah. NFC West now is, is pretty interesting.
2: Are we are we bleeding you guys now, or is it one game back? One game back.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you too because I know you'd mentioned it. So it's also very odd that the cards are less effective on their own home turf. Mm-hmm. Like that, you never see that. That's very weird. And but obviously, you still want the first seed by if you can get it. Always want the first seed, right? By.
0: But as AJ Green said in his post game presser. That Tampa Bay didn't have the first seed. They went on. They played four road games and they won the Super Bowl. So a, yeah, it's just tough. Yeah. So you know, I don't think having the number one seed is necessarily an, I- indicative of like having the biggest advantage. Yeah, it doesn't I mean everything. I, uh, I mean, I will add. I mean, just because I always have to take my shots. Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, Tom Brady walked into Lambeau in the NFC Championship, played maybe the worst playoff game of his career, through three picks, and Aaron Rodgers threw the ball fifty times and still couldn't beat him. I mean. Talk, talk about you know, I'm not. What, does that make me scared to to play some team that's the number one seed at home? No, like anyone can lose any given oh, yeah. any given yeah, playoff game. Absolutely. Um,
2: and it helps me out, Belichick.
0: Yeah, of course. No, this is Tampa Bay. This is, oh, this, was it? Oh, this is Tampa right, Bay last year. Yeah, oh right, right. Yeah, this is Tampa Bay last year. He played. Brady played the worst. He played. He had three interceptions. That was a bad game by him. Yeah, he played a really bad game, and uh, Rogers played. I guess an even worse game, <laughs> 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 to not be able to uh, put his team out on top, but. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think that yeah, I want you always want the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want yeah. to play at home? But it's not good. <laughs> the Cardinals are very dominant on the road. I mean, beat every team by ten plus. Just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. And and the turnover numbers are really drastic. Yeah. When you talk about like the the home versus uh, the the road performance.
1: I don't know. It's some. It's something to watch. Maybe Tyler just likes playing ball outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got to open the roof a little bit more <laughs> often. I. Uh, what was I
0: gonna say? Uh, just something funny that I had to, to bring up because I love love PMT and I always love listening to them. Mm. But uh, I already knew, like, you know, when you when your team loses in any facet and you just dread watching the, anything from the media or listening yeah. to anything from the media. You for the last ten years. Yeah, exactly. So like, of course, I want to listen to the the newest PMT episode. And then like the description is like, is Kyler Murray too short? And like, <laughs> and I like thought about it. I'm and I was, need like pause. Wait a second. Would turn you turn this <laughs> off? And then I had to collect this stat. Oh boy. Kyler Murray, five foot ten inches, four passes batted down this season, 29th in the NFL. Would you guess the top ten? I in, saw your tweet. In, in so passes I batted down. I, I won't participate.
2: I mean that you're saying it. I'll say no.
0: Okay. So the top three, they're all tied for eleven passes batted down. Are Herbert, Josh Allen, and Big Ben? They're all six five and six six. They've wow. had 11 passes batted down. Interesting. Uh, nine passes batted down are Derek Carr, Teddy Bridgewater, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, all 6'1 to 6'3. And eight passes batted down are Stafford, Joe Burrow, and Davis Mills, all 6'4. Is Kyler Murray too
2: short? <laughs> I think one aspect of it is, though, that he has to think about getting it over the line or getting it through those windows yeah. where those D linemen are. And he's a lead at it. Yeah no yeah exactly. because he has
0: the he has the baseball release right. he can find the angles and, and he can you know throw at different uh, at different arm angles but I mean it clearly doesn't affect him I mean he has he has one pass tipped
1: and it's an interception and yeah. it's like the world's falling down yeah exactly but had to rattle that off do you think part of that though is also because he's very mobile he's also rolling mm-hmm. out a ton more than some of the co- other other quarterbacks listed I think also though. You would be shocked at
0: how much Kyler Murray is a pocket passer. No, no, oh, no I, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, he, he really stands in the pocket as much as he can. Yeah, and, and he has a monster arm. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I feel like also I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong on this. But
0: you're totally right. Those yeah. numbers could be skewed because yeah. he's able to, to escape and, yeah. and find the clean. Cool he's quick, bro. And that, also,
2: yeah. with Kingsbury, he's running a lot of RPOs, and RPOs are getting like quick, you know, ball out of your hands, slants, outs.
0: Highest highest uh,
2: screen percentage in the NFL. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Eighteen like percent of the yeah. plays. So I think a lot of it too is the system. Not yeah. I'm not saying that he's not elite yeah. at what he's doing, but I think kind of all those things combine to make it that way.
0: I'm yeah. I'm I'm not gonna argue any of those. I just think it's interesting that like something that is brought upon or or is used against him when the situation arises where you know his balls tipped and he gets intercepted is just like statistically not true. Yeah. And mm-hmm. disproven, which is just yeah. kind of funny. Um. Where should we go with this? I know we, we have some, some things planned. Do you guys wanna do, you guys wanna break up the talk and do a little video game power rankings? Let's do like, some video game power rankings. Yeah, some top five. Yeah,
1: um, so these, just as a disclaimer, these are OG video games that we played as kids. These aren't the current games that we play right now. These aren't current standings, but these are just like the most nostalgic, most memorable cur- to us. no current generation. Yeah, yeah, no yeah cur- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or modern generation, whatever mm-hmm. you
0: wanna call it. Um, I do have a PlayStation 5. Oh. I'd have to
1: second
2: that. Um, I
0: can't third that. <laughs> uh, let's just, let's leave it open. Let's just start throwing them out there. I want to hear what you guys
1: got. Yeah, cool. why don't you start us off?
2: you want to go one through five, or just throw up to the number one?
1: Should we go number five? Yeah, let's number go five. five. Let's all go
2: right. five. Five. I got. I don't know if you guys played this, but on GameCube, Super Mario Strikers.
0: That was my number five. Strikers, really? <laughs> super fun, Dude, my, That uh, was my number five.
2: I think I remember playing with you. Didn't we, we used play to play it? all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. amazing game. The, the power-up, you know, where they, like, Trust me. fly, Dude. the whole graphic, I mean, that was where The
1: cutscene. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It's one
0: of the best games of all time.
2: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you can
0: agree on that. That's hilarious. Me. that was our five. That's
2: so, so. funny.
1: Yeah. Uh, what'd you have at five? So, you just reminded me. I didn't even think of, like, Nintendo games. I should have thrown, like, Mario Kart in there, because yeah. I, I, play yeah. I, like I, I played I that two OG, two OG. That's, like, way played that like a given. Yeah, yeah. I played that, like, all the time as a kid. But, so, my five was, I put NCAA Football 12. Cause that was like the one that I found most wow, memorable wow. to me. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I That's remember pretty low, Sam. It's well, pretty niche. <laughs> I I, rem- I remember getting it for Christmas one year and playing like the Road to Glory mode. You had like the math. You could play as mascots. Who's the cover of that? I was is gonna it, say is, is that Trent Richardson? No, it's uh oh, I think you're right actually. It is. I remember that yeah. game
2: sitting on your PS3. Bro. Yeah, yep, yeah, it is Trent
1: Richardson. So, um, the mascot mode where you could play as like the mascots in a football game. Dude, it's plus. Mark
2: Ingram. No, it's is it really? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. that's right. That's right. right. That makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, yeah, Okay, my bad, my bad.
2: Um,
1: and then, of course, just, like, playing wow. against you guys we was should. always so fun. Like, I'm Sorry. 197? Yeah. It was, like, Cole and I played a game one time. He was UC, I was ASU, and he beat me by three, and we put up 197 points in the game total. So it was just – that was always just, I mean, super fun. That's but funny. I will say I never liked playing defense in those games because I would always just smash either X or square, whatever we were playing on. It was so predictable. Just, just to dive and like make the big hit to try to force a fumble. And, dude, you know how many times it was like Cole would just juke me in a game and go for like a 97-yard touchdown? It was, it was just very disappointing. So I was more of an offensive guy when it came to that game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just going to say, nothing feels better than getting an interception in NCAA football. The pause. The pause. And the switch of the screen.
2: Did you guys hear? Sorry to kind of get off top a little bit. Did you guys hear that they on the new game, they're using the Madden engine? Oh really? Is that not stupid? Bro. Yeah. Madden's like horrible. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I hope, they're, they're, that was just a rumor, but I mean obviously there's truth to every rumor. I think I hope they don't do that, man. That would That's be Well they might,
1: they might pivot now that they've heard yeah, all of Oh, they heard so. your response. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've got to change it. Um, four? Who's, who do we guys to NBA 2K12. I also you guys had a, know
2: uh, the soundtrack to that? Jay Z, like yeah. Yarnier. That's a good one. So that—that's when Jay Z
1: just bought the Nets. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And so that I feel like, while there was other NBA games, that I like. I think
0: that's a three-man cover. Act? I think yes. I, th- yeah. I was just about to look yeah. it up for that purpose.
1: Three-man yeah, cover, I think yeah. it was. No, actually, it was the Jordan year. That What's was Jordan? Jordan on the cover. Oh, yeah, okay. that was when they did like the whole throwback Jordan thing. You could play as like those throwback I... teams for like the first time. Oh, they had all three different
0: covers. It was yeah. Jordan, Larry Bird, mm. Magic
1: Johnson. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So yeah, just because the soundtrack, and then also I think that was the game that I spent the most time playing. Yeah. And my guy was a ninety-nine overall. So Cole Cole spent a lot of money
1: <laughs> on the my my career. I
0: believe two K twelve may have been the introduction of uh, uh, back like the playground mode where you could, you could do like the mock drafts with like five random NF, NBA players or run three on three or two on two. I think yeah yeah yeah. And you could put together like dream teams and play on the the black court. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. Yeah. I think you're right about that.
1: Um. Would you have it for? So I also had a two K game. I put two K fourteen just because that year for me, LeBron and the Heat were like mm. such a hack. And I've, as I've mentioned various times, that on this that, podcast, game,
2: that team on that game is ridiculous. Such a hack. It's like so LeBron crazy. is
1: such a hack on that game. So it was always fun. I would always pick the Heat, and uh, it was very enjoyable for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that. I actually had a two way tie at four, which Ooh. is kind
0: of I guess is kind of against the principle of a top five. I right, will allow. We'll yeah, allow. Uh, but I couldn't decide for uh, Red Dead One. Red oh weird! Yeah, fantastic game. Uh, oh, I forgot. About one of the games I I really first like stayed up late, late in the night trying to you beat. Played the game a lot. Um, and then just the Grand Theft Auto series is, I mean, amazing. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, not promoting the act of Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> but uh, the series of games is very fun. Yep. Great so game. that was my. Those are my tie for,
2: ties for four. Uh, Back to
1: you. Number three. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. All right. So the next two of mine are Cod's, but this one. I just barely got inched out by the other one. I got COD, Modern Warfare 2.
1: Very good game. I was never Amazing allowed to play this. Amazing game. <laughs> uh,
2: so actually, Jack and I have a funny story about this. I don't even yeah. remember.
0: I I do remember this. Were your mom? Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So when I was the age that this game, when this game came out, I was, I don't know.
3: We, were,
0: eight, I, we must have been eight. 9, yeah. 8. Yeah. I, yeah. So young. And my mom was not supposed fan. to be playing this.
2: Yeah, yeah, not a fan. My mom yeah. was not a fan. Yeah. And I remember getting, Jack was about to drop me off from school because we carpooled. I got back in his car, and we
0: flashed the uh, the game. We flashed
2: the game that we just bought at GameStop to my beautiful, loving mother, Mama. I love you, um, and. Uh, yeah it was just legendary and we played it like I don't know like 8
1: hours <laughs> so, so you're telling me little 9 year old Jack and Cole walked into a GameStop together and bought this game no, no my no. mom bought it oh ok, yeah, oh, okay. Shout, uh, out yeah, shout out Allison I was gonna to say mine. that would have been just like no. comical to be the guy at the counter just like <laughs> yeah. watching those, these two, two little in. <laughs> Yeah. yeah I, I may have
0: just uh, made cool. my mom liable of potential potential crime um, but yeah <laughs> she, she was buying us those games um What was your three? So I kind of had a two-way tie
1: here as well. Uh, These games are both just like really nostalgic to me. Um, Lego Star Wars Trilogy and Marvel and DC Lego games. I used to play as a kid all the time with my younger sister, Hannah. Um, And I like have vivid memories of my dad coming home from work and like bringing me the codes you could type in to get unlock the special players. So those games are just so memorable. I spent so much time um, arguing with my sister because back in those, um, especially the Lego Star Wars games, that's when you like had to stay on the same screen with each other, yeah. or else you just pull each other. Yes. Yeah. So it was always so frustrating. But that is just very okay. nostalgic. How to put that on? Yeah,
0: those some. That's a really OG pick. Those mm-hmm. Lego games used to be very Dude, fun. Yeah, especially Lego like Star Wars. Right? Oh yeah, uh, Lego so Star fun. Wars. I didn't even watch Star Wars really at all, and I would just play those games. <laughs> yeah. um, my three. I don't know if you guys have played this game. Um, it's called LA Noir. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's an OG game. Probably one of the the greatest story mode games I've ever played. You are like a, you're an LA detective in like the 60s or 70s, and you just like, you're pretty much just assigned these, uh, these crime scenes, and you compile like witness testimony and like interview people, and you're able to just, deci- you're able to like say with which button you press if you think they're lying or telling the truth. And like, based on what you click and how you interact with people, the crime will evolve a certain way, and you'll either get the right guy or the wrong guy. Huh. It's, I it's I remember a, you playing that. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a three-disc game. Do you guys remember yeah. the OG games that used to come with, like, a? Yeah. you have to flip? Campaign uh-huh. yeah. Multi-player? yeah. So it was a three-disc game that you would play because it was Extended Story. And one of my, one of my favorite games. How time. old were you? You know, I can't, put like, a let me see the when it came out. It? But I actually, like, when I was home over COVID, I just loaded it back up one time. And I was, like, in the middle of some random mission that I'd obviously been playing when it came, out. it came out in 2011. So I was probably 13 when I was playing okay, this. There you go. And I had no idea how to play the game. I was like clicking buttons and <laughs> messing everything up. But that was my that's my three great game. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish that it was remastered because you guys would oh, really like
2: it. Yeah. All right, number two. So yeah, like I said, another uh, Call of Duty game. I think you guys will probably know because we play this all the time. Black Ops Two.
1: See, that one unreal. was my one. That, that's oh, an unreal that, game. that is my one.
0: That's mm-hmm. an unreal game. Mm-hmm. That's an unreal game. I actually. I only kept one uh, uh, Call of Duty game on because I could have probably just listed yeah. them for three slots. But my two was uh, NCAA Football 14.
2: Mm, great pick. Uh, fantastic
0: game. Fantastic. Uh, RG3 on the cover. No, D- no, D- no Denard was, Robinson, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. no Denard is 13. Uh, no, RG3 is 13. Is it?
2: Gosh, I'll, I'll, and Denard is D- 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 D-
0: 14. Sad. Yeah, Denard. We've D- been, been gone for too long. And I'm yeah. forgetting
2: who's on the cover.
1: Denard is 14. 13 is RG3. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 14 is Denard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's doing
2: little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing
0: like Dynasty. Oh. There is nothing better than calling prospects that you're trying to recruit to your college and making <laughs> them promises, like promising you're going to win the national championship. and, and then <laughs> I just, swear. And then just leaving the university the next year. <laughs> uh, fantastic. It's, it, it's real life. It's, uh, it, it, it is really real life. life. We've been talking about it yeah. all day today. Um, so I love that game. And then my number one, I'm just going to throw it was Modern Warfare three. Uh, oh, I figured
2: that that, that would yeah. be yours. I wanted to put Modern Warfare two slash yeah. Modern Warfare three. Great
0: pick. Yeah. Um, I wanted to add Modern Warfare two best campaign ever. Yep, best, I, best that's why ever. I put it on there. Yeah, uh, throwing the knife at the end oh. is is the perfect <laughs> chef's, the chef's kiss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow, those were, that really got me nostalgic right there.
1: Should we go redraft? Can I say my yeah, number so two? Oh, go, did I, I never go two and one? Sheesh. On, oh, no, I was just because just I responded. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, no, yeah. you're good. You're good. Uh, my number two is Madden 16, and Cole will know oh, why. Oh, my God. So this was bro. the year after the OBJ Among catch.
2: One the worst Madden games of all time. Yeah. Mm. It,
1: this was the year after the oh, the OBJ God. catch. Yeah. And so, so the way I play the OBJ Madden program. and football games in general is go deep. I'm just a huge throw type of guy. And so basically all I do is find a team with a very large, very good wide receiver. I'd throw streaks the entire game, and they had like a 95% catch rate. So, this game
2: gave me daily doses of depression when I play against them. <laughs> yeah, and if I was close to
1: the end zone, it just fades.
2: And all you, what was it in X? Is it like a yeah,
1: catch? Or it like triangle or something. And I had yeah. no idea how
2: to do it, and the, he would kill me with that. The
1: three
0: options where you can catch yeah. it three different yeah. ways, they were such a And
2: hack. That, that game, it was just so and I Yeah that gave me bad memories. Major
0: flaws in that game. I mean for me I loved
2: it. Can I go with my number one? Yeah. You guys will know. NCAA football, two thousand five. So kind of what started it.
0: Wow. The reason is Oh, you don't need to really get into it. We know we know, know Okay. okay. We know. Well. Who won the national championship? I love you. (laughs) What? Who won the national championship?
2: Uh, you know, it was based on the previous year. No, so, yeah. that's what
0: I'm saying. They won the national championship. I see. That's what I'm, exactly what I'm getting at. <laughs> oh,
2: I thought you. Were good, I thought that was a Texas joke. No, no, no. no. Okay. Because yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> if if you're in tune with, with the video game world, you know it's the previous year season. That's, that makes I, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I thought you'd just give me a hard time. But no, no, no right. respect,
0: respect. Oh, four, last national championship, right?
2: Nope.
0: 0-5. Oh, that's what I meant. Okay. Oh yeah, 0-4 yeah. season. Yeah, 0-4. Yeah, oh, okay. 0-5, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Damn. They can rally, you're gonna bring them back?
2: hundred percent. I'll guarantee it right now. Guarantee. Yep.
0: You A guarantee a yeah. Chuck's guarantee. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There it is. I'm gonna fade that. Playoff.
2: In. Maybe not next year, but the year after. What would you say? Playoff.
0: College football playoff in two four years. Four team college football playoff or sixteen team college football playoff. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. But
2: I think we would make I think we'd be in two years, not this year, maybe not next year but the year after. I think we would be top four just right. because I'll give them enough time. At some time in the off. season I or at the end of the
0: year? The of the year. Oh, the other year. I right. appreciate the confidence. Yeah, so because, yeah. I
2: mean, Pac-12 is so soft. Yeah, but, but. I digress.
0: How do you think that they will. Actually, we can get. This will, this will be too long of a discussion to get into, <laughs> you get into the playoff? <laughs> Yeah, to get into the committee and how, can how they. Did I just view? mention yeah. the
2: right way to do this? Hmm. Okay. So, first of all, you make a college football czar. Controls like scheduling, all right. that kind of stuff. You're yeah.
0: talking about like a single human.
2: Single human but so so how do you like ensure by, that sits friend, in a dark room yeah. and scraps these <laughs> up by, how do you ensure that he's not
0: how do you ensure he's not biased
2: well obviously there's going to be bias in everything but that you also that, that's just one part of it but like college football he would determine like maybe not one guy but like one guy in a committee they do like scheduling so, so was, you
0: like, would replace the committee with a committee no no no
2: this, <laughs> this committee all they control is the rankings Okay. because the scheduling is off some team, like for example the SEC plays eight conference games um like Patrick plays nine, just stuff like that. Like idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Um, you just get those out of the way, no uh divisions those are just stupid. Mm-hmm. Best two teams play for the championship game. Okay. Then you have a twelve person playoff, twelve team playoff, um, where you have six uh top six of the top conference champions, mm-hmm. and then you have six at at-larges.
0: And do those and six have, do those six conference champions always include the power five?
2: Well, I mean most years they will. But do they always? Not guaranteed, no. Okay.
0: So for this year, would they?
2: Probably. I mean, would Utah you know,
0: be a top six seed?
2: Probably. Probably. Yeah, but um, but then the top four seeds they get buys. Then eight or
0: the, the remaining eight play.
2: Yeah, the remaining eight play, and they there's home field advantage as well. So there's also home games. Mm-hmm. And so then, on and, campus.
0: and then highest seed plays the worst seed that survives. Yeah. So every
2: single yeah. every single uh, round you get reseeded. So that way nobody mm. gets first. I think that um, that's the best way to do it. Hmm. because you you get you retain importance of the regular season with the college with the championships
0: I might push back on the the top six or the conference the, the best six conference champions I don't think Utah's one of the best six teams in the country
2: but I think they deserve I think right now they're one of the hottest teams
0: yeah but do you think they're one of the best six I
2: I, I, I don't like the word best yeah I wanna, that's, that's uh, yeah okay that's that's a problem I have with yeah.
0: so well, you're a politician okay. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, I I guess there's no really perfect way to do it, but I feel like with the home games, with... I mean, because you still want conference champions to be... Like, you still want that to be important, Mm -hmm. but that can't be the end-all, be-all. Okay. That's, you
0: know... Let me ask you, though, if if Utah plays Ohio State tomorrow, who wins?
2: Gosh. Honestly... And I'm not
0: that high on Ohio State. What? And I'm not that uh, that high on Ohio State.
2: I think if you asked me this question a month ago, I'd say Ohio State by 21 at minimum. Mm -hmm. I think now... I kind of get reminded of SC in 2016 when we had Darnold. And we had a terrible start to the season. That's when we got blown up by Bama, mm-hmm. And then we just had a tear yeah. at the end of the season. and it's Penn Michigan State. State. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I think about this Utah team. Um, Can catch anyone. Yeah, I, I, they still have the ceiling that we did just because they don't have the, the dudes that we did. Yeah. Um, but I think right now, I don't know what the line is. The last time I checked, it was like Ohio State by a few in the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but was it Ohio State by like, seven?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. I actually should.
2: Okay. I think it's. Oh, oh now it's Ohio State.
0: Uh, They're my six and a half.
2: Okay, yeah, six and a half. Um, so I think it's a pretty fair line um, just because of how up Utah is right now. I could see Utah winning this game, but I could also see Ohio State blowing them out. It's kind of just what Utah team shows up.
1: Uh, yeah, That's I feel like it's point. kind of hard to gauge too, just because the last two games that Utah has played were both against Oregon. Yeah. And Oregon's quarterback was just not it. Like right. he, Man, he, Anthony Brown, is he so hindered bad. them so much. Not not saying if they had a different quarterback, they would have won that game. Because right. Utah, like you're saying, they're hot and they played really well. But it's just kind of hard to kind of gauge where they're at. So yeah. Interesting. I
2: think I think Utah has a shot at that game. Shout out! Shout out Boy DK. <laughs>
0: That's fire. Uh, let's uh. Should we go redraft? Let's go to our redraft. Let's do it. Yeah, we had a we did top ten, right? Did you guys do top ten. I did yep. top ten, yeah. Um, and how did you guys do it actually? So, did you use the teams that ultimately traded for that pick, or did we, you use the original teams? We
1: kept everything set in yeah. stone. Okay, kept
0: yeah. everything set in stone because okay. yeah. it does it have came. implications on yeah. who they would draft, right? right. Yeah. Because you can't trade up that much and then draft like a yeah. you know, pass rusher necessarily. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you could,
1: I guess. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: And then I also I don't know if you guys did this, but I also took into consideration their needs, not
1: just yeah, like yeah, the best I available. Did. Yeah, okay. I, 100%. I kind of had a mix of that. Okay, no, yeah, I, yeah, I probably did. 200%. I had to pass
0: up a couple of teams because like the, the specific player they already have a quality player at that position. Yeah. So right. Okay. Um, and I actually had I think two teams pick the same player that they had. I, yeah, did, so I actually that, I actually did as well.
3: I think. Yeah.
0: I would yeah. uh, be curious if it's the same two teams, but should we go? Let's. Just, I mean, we have to start at one. Um. Make it simple. kind of want to hear what you guys are thinking. I, I,
1: I don't really know. It was, it was tough. I, I just went with Mac. I think Really? They, I think they needed a quarterback, and I was telling Cole this too. I think you can, and I have in the past made the argument that he's a system quarterback and he's a product of the Belichick system. But I think just because the Jags needed a quarterback bad – and he has been the most consistent and impressive rookie quarterback out of, like, those first five that were drafted. I think they have taken.
2: I, I kind of disagree with the point that the Jags needed a quarterback that Because didn't they have Minshew? They could have had Gardner Minshew. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I he, he's
1: not, like, the guy. Though. Oh,
2: he's not the guy, but...
0: Uh, he also did split first-team reps in preseason with Trevor Lawrence, which ultimately was just a waste of preparation for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And just, I think he was going to be the star yeah, no matter what. An Urban Meyer special. Mm-hmm. But... Um, <laughs> Before you, before we go any further, let's throw out what was our short list of te- of, of players that we even thought
2: about. And I, wait, let me hear your pick first. Actually, honestly, I only really had one, just because first of all, um, I love the way he plays, and second, this is a big team need of theirs. So I went wide receiver.
0: You went wide receiver number
2: one. I went wide receiver number one, Demar Chase.
0: We might have to cut. The I, will, I will. I <laughs> to stop here. I,
2: I will take heat for it, and I will gladly take heat. But I actually have the stats pulled up. Um, I mean, he's outrageous, but number one overall. No, I I understand what you're what you're gonna say, but at the same time, they they had a need everywhere, and they're. Do you think he's the best player in the, in, in the entire draft? Well, see, that's what I'm saying. He's the best player to fit that team. Fit I think. That yeah. need. He, he was, I don't think he's the best player in the draft. Okay, okay, good. But right. I think in terms of, because you, you can I stay on the pod. You can stay on the pod. <laughs> because I don't think the number one player is necessarily who the best one. team in the draft. Yeah. I think the number, or yeah, exactly. Who goes number one? I think the number one player, whoever goes number one, that's their biggest need. Like the biggest. And the need best by player, the, yeah. Yeah, that's the best team. part of the position.
0: Yeah, so I, you know, I really thought about it and I wanted to put Rashawn Slater one really mm. bad. But they have Cam Irving, I believe. Uh, I want to make sure that's their left tackle. And he is kind of... I think he's getting racked out. Um, So that didn't really make sense. Uh, Oh, Cam Robinson, sorry. Mixed up his last name. Um, And he's getting paid. So that didn't really make sense. You guys might disagree with me, and I'm curious to hear what you think, but I had the Jags sticking with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I quite honestly think that, yes, they could have gone away from Gardner. They could have gone with Gardner Minshew and probably filled a in the U, and they might be a better football team if they had done that. But I think the clear, the clear issue is Urban Meyer, obviously. I, don't, I mean, you don't need to spell it out for anyone. And even though I'm pretty down for the, you know, Trevor Lawrence is not who he's hyped up to be because that's how I felt, you know, before he was even drafted, I think that the potential is still just so ridiculous. Yeah. And if you have a competent head coach with that guy, you know, even if you had Robert Sala, who's just like this young guy who's a defensive minded coach and could put an OC with this guy yeah. who knows what he's doing, like I'd believe in him a lot more, probably.
2: Honestly, I, I like when you said it, I didn't I kinda question it, but I I like them sticking with Trevor there. Because you kinda need a restart of the whole franchise if you're, you if need you're, a face. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And I don't really know if like does Does getting Micah Parsons? And riding with Gardner Minshew make you a better team. You might have you might have a deeper talent on your roster because you you know Gardner Minshew is serviceable, and then you have Micah Parsons who could be this elite player. Mm. Um, but I don't know. That one was tough for me.
2: Yeah, these were all tough. Honestly, mm-hmm. these
0: were very tough. Uh, would you guys go with two? And also, like, feel free to take it any direction in terms of what you're thinking. Or Sam, I took Micah Parsons too. Two. Who'd you?
2: I put Trevor Lawrence.
0: Trevor yeah. Lawrence too. For the Jets, yeah. I had Rashawn Slater, too, to the Jets. Uh, And I believe, let me pull it up right here. I have it on my phone. Um, The Jets have allowed the seventh most sacks this season. 36 sacks on the quarterback. Um, Clear clear issue Mm -hmm. in the offensive line. So I I went with Rashawn Slater, number two for the Jets.
2: Yeah, I don't hate that at all. Their line is not good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Number three, Niners.
2: I put Micah Parsons.
0: That's a phenomenal pick. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty I'd be, self-explanatory. would be pretty
2: scared if they had him. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? I mean, you got Bosa, Armstead, and then Micah Parsons. Yeah,
0: it'd be very scary. Yeah,
1: honestly, my worst nightmare.
2: <laughs> Kyler's worst nightmare. Ever. Yeah,
1: for real. I I said Justin Fields, and my kind of reasoning was Trey Lance hasn't been able to take the reins from Jimmy G, so obviously he's not quite there. He's not ready. Right. Yeah, and I think if. Mac Jones is obviously the best quarterback in this draft, and I had him one. I think Justin Fields, although he may not have the statistical um, prowess as maybe, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, who's played more games, or I guess that's the only other player that I can mention in that category. I think he's accurate and mobile, and he has a very, very winning mindset, so I think he would... I mean. They wanted a quarterback. They wanted somebody to replace Jimmy G, so I think he would be that guy for them. Yeah, so
0: my thing for for your pick, Cole, is I would say that the Niners realistically don't trade two first-round picks up to take a pass rusher. Yeah. So that's where I kinda I kinda don't I mean they, and they could because he ended up being unreal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um but I, I had the Niners going with who they should have gone with is Mac Jones. I think that would have been really scary. They have a team that's ready that, that's ready to support him and win and I think that they would have been a much better team with Mac Jones, quite uh-huh. honestly. And actually, let me refrain from saying that. A much better team. I think they'd be in a much better position going forward. Yeah. Because I think that the, the quality of play would not be too much worse, even with the rookie mistakes. And you would have a future of a young quarterback who you're very excited about. Yeah.
2: I, I like I like Mac Jones, like what you guys have been saying about him, but I think one thing is that he has had the best coaching at both levels. One thousand. He's had Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. And I think not to think much. Yeah, exactly. And while while he might have been the most ready to play, I don't think his ceiling is that as high as some, maybe some of these other guys.
0: Yeah, but, but the most ready comment is also what makes it appealing for the Niners. They're oh, yeah. a team that's, that's why ready him, to go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, O-line's built out. Right they're, they're ready to go. I mean, you have a smart coach. Uh-huh. I
0: mean, Trent Williams might be the best le- left tackle ever. I mean, yeah, yeah. He,
1: he's I mean, insane. Yeah. Um,
0: what did you guys have at four? I have Jalen Phillips. Jay- oh, wow. That's a, that's a sneaky pick. Yeah. yeah Jalen Phillips has been a monster this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do th- what, do you have three
2: sacks two games ago? Uh, he's
1: uh, he he got days. ten total. I know that yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah, and uh, that's a great pick. And if you look, the Falcons are pretty—they have the 25th best defense according to PFF. So obviously they need—they need some defense, and they have the best corner in the league, mm-hmm. probably. Um, and so I think get some pass rush up in there, and so I think I think defense. I
1: I went offense. I looked at Julio leaving, Ridley taking time off, so I threw Jamar Chase in there, okay. just because. He would be the perfect complement to Ridley on the other side since he's had such, like you mentioned, great, crazy output. I like that. Um, So I think that's why i throw him in there. I
0: I had Falcons go on Micah Parsons. Uh, Mm. No way he gets past this spot, in my opinion. Um, The Falcons have the least sacks on the season with 16 sacks produced by their team. Uh, To give you some reference, um, the team with the most sacks is the Vikings with 41, and about a mid-tier team is the Jets or the Broncos with 30. So.
2: You say they have sixteen. Sixteen. Wow.
0: Nice. Sixteen in fourteen games. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah, fourteen. That's, um, that's not ideal. Nah. Those averages are not looking good. No. Nah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, that'd be a great pick for them. Their whole, their issue or our entire livelihood has been
2: defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I
0: think, think that would be, really be a good
2: pick. Bengals five. five? Um, so I like their pick with the wide receiver, but I just chose the next one, next best available outside the wall. He's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So I think, obviously, anybody, young wide receiver, Joe
1: Burrow, could be fun. Yeah. I went with Sean Slater here. I think, although the whole Jamar Chase thing has worked out for them, mm-hmm. luckily, yeah, uh, I think that he's been sacked 41 times this season, which mm-hmm. is the highest in the whole NFL. Exactly. Um, so I think throwing Slater in there, who, at, before the season started, he had given up zero sacks since playing for Northwestern in 2018, but he now has, I think, four. He's given up, which, like again, it's not a lot for being a rookie playing in yeah. the NFL. So I'd throw him in there, help protect Joe a little bit, give him some time. Because they do have some other good young um, options at receiver there as well you already. Know, it's funny you say that, because this was this was one I had two,
0: two names written down for. And so I actually thought about that. This was my first one where I could have had Jamar going to his team that ultimately yeah. picked him. Same exact pick. Mm. Um, I don't think they regret that pick whatsoever. No. I think they love that pick. Yeah, However... Uh, noticeably when T. Higgins plays he actually dominates the target chain. he he gets a lot of balls thrown his way uh, and he's really good T. Higgins yeah, yeah. And, and Tyler Boyd's like a very great wide receiver 3 on yeah, that absolutely. roster um, so yeah I think that I, I put Jamar Chase but I made a very serious consideration that they could have rolled with their guy uh, their guys in, in, in on the team and, and taken Creed Humphrey um, Creed Humphrey was the Oklahoma center for uh, both Kyler, uh, Jalen Hurts, and maybe Baker. I don't know if he was there the Baker year. Um, I think he's graded out by PFF to be the best center in the NFL. Well wow. And he's 22, 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, the, that was one sack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that was the who the Cardinals were going to take probably had they not landed Rodney Hudson. Uh, he's been a great pick. So I, I actually chose Jamar. And then to just start off the next one, had they picked Jamar, I had the Dolphins taking Creed Humphrey at six. Okay. And then I could have flip-flopped him either way. So if you want to pick up on I like six.
2: Uh, I just had Devonta Smith. At five? Um, for the for the Dolphins. Oh, six. Six. oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah. Six. Um, just because I think I think Waddles worked out there and they needed a wide receiver. So kind of the same logic I had as the last one. Yeah. Devonta Smith's the next best. So.
1: I, I think that was smart. I, I took a different approach, kind of like what Jack said. I... I want Creed Humphrey here just because I think they're really, really trying to put a lot of effort into Tua and making Tua be great. And that would definitely help. I'm not sure uh, the Dolphins' current center is Michael Dieter. I don't know if he's, you know, a good player there. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I think Creed, like you mentioned, he's given up one sack this year. He's like rated as the NFL's top center as a, a rookie. So that would definitely help the progression of Tua. Yeah.
0: And I think what you said is interesting because I thought about, too, the Dolphins just sticking with their guy and Waddle. Uh, if you really just take away those first couple of weeks where it seems like the Dolphins were kind of just maybe a little bit of a dumpster fire, mm-hmm. they've been playing good football yeah. these past couple of weeks. It seems like they're pretty happy with the way it worked out, mm-hmm. and maybe it just was a little unfortunate delay at the start that may cost them a playoff position. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. What do you guys have at uh, Lions 7?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I had them sticking with their pick, Ben I um, did as well. I can um, second that. Yeah, just just because after all my years of seeing golf, I know he needs time to throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm sticking with them.
1: Yeah. Just my reasoning was he has been productive. I but, think he's behind those other two that I had previously had drafted, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's been a really good pass blocker this yeah. year and they need that. I would have stuck
2: in another guy, but just because he's already there and he's already been decent. Kept right? him. Kept yep,
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: thought about Waddle here at seven, but swells the the, the best option. Uh, he's he had kind of a weird start, uh, a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It seemed, but, uh, I think everything you guys are saying makes sense. Although I adamantly believe they need some wide receiver talent in that yeah, building. Yeah, they do. Sure. I, mean, Alonor, I
2: doing pretty well
0: there. He is. And so, I mean, Josh Reynolds made a huge yeah. play to win the game and TJ Hawkinson has been criminally underutilized. Yeah. Though. I mean, I, I view, and I mean this seriously, I view uh, TJ Hawkinson talent wise, like similarly to how I view like Kelsey and, and well, Darren Waller and all bad. those guys. Mm-hmm. And not, not that I think he's the exact same player, but I think he's a freak. Yeah. I would not get in front of that guy. Oh, no <laughs> way. Uh, But, yeah, Penesua is the best option. Mm -hmm. Panthers, eight. This is a pick they probably want back.
2: Yep, I -hmm. agree with that. And I, kind of looking at their needs, um, they have the 29th best O-line. 29th best in the league. Um, They have only one starter that has a pass-walking grade above 55, according to PFF. So pretty horrendous. Terrible. That's not what you want. Not what you want. Um, And so I had, I mean, a kind of... Said they could choose, but Rashawn Slater or Creed Humphrey. Mm-hmm. You guys both been talking about them, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they they need O line. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My pick, I I didn't really look into O line. I probably should have, but I since he was on the board, and I think Panthers were initially in the draft looking to go quarterback because they were kind of uncertain with Sam Darnold. And should've. I do, Trevor Lawrence was still available on my board, so I plugged him in there okay. just because. Pick. You know, they struck out on Sam Darnold and now Cam Newton. Would we'll be the steal thing. of the century if yeah. they got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, at eight. Yeah, yeah. They, sure. uh, yeah at eight, I, I
0: had Justin Fields. Okay. Um, Welcome I, I think. And, you know, I actually at times may think that Justin Fields has the highest ceiling of the Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones and Justin Fields conversation, who I have as the three quarterbacks in my top 10. Um, I kind of just felt like situationally, Fields didn't make sense for me in Jacksonville. Uh, I thought that, like, I just thought that, it, it just didn't seem right for me. It, it's all the same issues in, in Chicago. I'm sorry. It's, all, it's a lot of the same issues in Chicago, Don't worry. <laughs> uh, working, working upstream. So I, it was hard for me to make that decision. And then Mac Jones is an interesting one. All right, we just had to cut back in. Um, so I yeah, I had Fields, being a third quarterback taken, even though I think he might have the highest uh, ceiling and uh, I don't think that's there's any shame to it and I think that you know even though you're very happy with him on the Bears it'd be interesting to see him on the Panthers yeah but I don't think that would be a bad fit whatsoever
2: Matt Rule too I think you you'd yeah, do it. yeah. yeah.
0: Think. with a healthy McCaffrey which you, we may never see again oh my gosh uh, that's a a shame, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, would probably would probably be a
1: killer
2: I like that pick all
1: right nine um,
2: yeah number nine I don't know if you guys like this I'd Mac Jones Go to the Broncos.
1: Don't dislike it at all. I don't dislike it at all. I was going to put a quarterback in Denver because I think they were also looking at sneaking up and trying to get fields. Yeah. Um, But I I think it was just tough because they had Locke and he was still fairly young and they didn't know if they were going to put him and Teddy in at the point. Mm. So I went defense. I I kept Pat Sertain on the same team. I actually had Sertain on the same team as well.
0: And also the Broncos. I don't know if anyone wants to play the Broncos right now.
1: Yeah, They've been a
0: tough team these past couple weeks. Uh Their defense has been playing well. starting
1: to get cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See, so, yeah, I actually had certain I think he's he's just a lockdown corner. Like yeah. I'd be so happy if I got that guy.
2: Right. Yeah. I think Teddy's a little bit of a liability. And no. I know with the mini rebuild that they're
1: they're doing up there, I think Mac would be a good no, you know, I, I, It Would I have, have been a go. great option. Yeah. It would have certainly been a great a quarterback option. Quarterback is definitely not set up there, that's for sure. Yeah.
0: All right, last pick.
2: Last pick I had um, Elijah Moore, wide receiver going Really? Back. Yeah. Wow. You
0: yeah. think that highly of him?
2: I, I think he has a very high ceiling. Um I don't know, and I also think they need a wide receiver. Mm. And uh, yeah, just the, the, I don't know, some of his routes that I've seen, obviously he has some inconsistencies in his game, but I think I think he would have worked out. Mm.
1: in Philly. Interesting. I chose Jalen Waddle. Okay. I think he's been a little bit more productive than Devonta Smith has, but obviously different situations, so you can't really judge him for that, but um, the only better statistical wide receiver in the class is Jamar Chase. So I I thought they would take him because they did need a a weapon after missing on Rager. Waddle is a reception machine. Yeah, Uh,
0: He's worked wonders for me in fantasy also. Uh, In my 10, so I had a tough time for the Eagles. Uh, I was initially thinking Kyle Pitts, uh, Kyle Pitts' transcendent transcendent talent. Mm
3: -hmm. Um,
0: It was hard for me to find a spot, though, where he fit. I think a tight end is a pretty tough one to, to go this high, even though he did. Um, and then obviously they had Ertz and Dallas Goddard going into the season and then they ultimately paid Dallas Goddard a lot of money Right, so I actually just went with Devontae Smith um, okay. and you kept him. There. Yeah, exactly. I kept him there. I thought that it made a lot of sense and You know, I think that they're, they're very happy that they have Devontae Smith.
1: Mm-hmm. He's
0: worked out there for sure certainly so I think that that wraps up our top 10. Should we go into, uh, should we just do
1: quick predictions? Yeah, let's do some quick picks. So just quick recap. Jack is officially up by two points now, um, winning 124.5 out of 192. And I'm sitting at 122.5 over 192. Close, boy. It it has been close. We've kept it close. It's getting close. So, Cole, you can actually make picks with us if you want. You can share some insight.
2: I'll, I'll maybe just chime in on a few, Yeah, for sure. I, I didn't make any. So. No, we, we go
1: through this as we just yeah. talk through it. So, uh, Chiefs at Chargers. I got Chiefs. I think Chiefs are think a scary team pick. right now. They're a scary, scary team. I'm right very, now. very tempted to go
0: Chargers here. No, I don't think it would be a horrible pick, but I think the Chiefs, I, I would not want to play the Chiefs. I
2: think it's two teams going in different directions.
0: I, I get a sense of what you're saying, but I think uh,
1: Herbert made some plays last weekend. And the reason I think that the Chargers could be in this game is because the Chiefs really don't have a running game, and that's really what they struggle with. Clyde had a had a nice day. That's but true. That,
0: that also was their like semi or their their annual spanking of the Raiders.
3: yeah.
1: And, <laughs> yeah uh, I guess I'll go the Chiefs. I, I just they are very very hot right now. Um, Raiders at Browns. I mean
0: I, I gotta go Raiders. The Browns are too beat up code wise to even to even wanna like flirt with
1: it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm also gonna go Raiders. I don't see uh Browns are gonna win probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Pats at Colts. Interesting uh, game. This is a great game. Yeah. It's I'm great. glad this, gonna be
0: exciting. I'm glad this is Saturday night, so it gets its own prime time. Right. Saturday football's
1: back. Yep. Wow. Uh, breaking news to Colt. Yes. Uh, definitely. I got the Colts. I, You know what? I think I'm also going Colts there. Yeah, I think whoa. JT's been way too effective recently. Yeah. I was ready to chime in and yeah. say that
2: you guys should take the Colts, but you guys already did. Right? I got the Colts there.
1: Yeah, we support the O line over here. Yeah, we, yeah, bro.
0: We support the guard. Oh, man. It's beautiful. It's a, it is a beautiful game. Uh,
1: divisional game, Cowboys at Giants.
0: I mean, I got the Cowboys, but, like, if they lose this game, it would be very awesome. Well, no. And, you know, per-
1: and cool. We don't have to worry because the Giants suck at home. I forgot about that. I yeah. forgot about the Dan Jones home effect. Actually, he's not even on track to play, is he?
0: No, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we might. Do we
1: ever get Jake Fromm? Do we get to see yeah. that? Mike Leiden <laughs> played. This is a side note. Have you
2: seen that, that uh, picture where it's like y'all still them boys and it has like all the QBs like smiling around? Oh man. <laughs>
1: okay. I just love getting on the Cowboys. <laughs> I think the vast majority of America does, yeah. since they are America's yeah. team. Yeah. Quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. America. Uh, great game, Texans at Jags. Two and eleven. At <laughs> two and eleven. This it's so a awful. Yeah, This is so awful. And so the Texans slapped the Jags first game of the season, but I think I'm going to have to go Jags yep. here. I'm going to
0: have to go Jags too. A little resp- a little response. Well, you know what? I mean, Davis Mills is playing. This is how I'm going to put it. <laughs> Urban Meyer kicked Josh Lambeau. Should we? Should we, And now Urban Meyer is going to kick the Houston Texans.
1: Should we get into that quote really quick just while you brought it up? Uh, Yeah, we probably should, 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 should mention just it. Just really quick. So there was a report that came out that From Josh Lambeau, as Jack just mentioned, the kicker, the former kicker of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he said, I was in a lunge position, left leg forward, right leg back. (laughs) The description. While I'm in that stretch position, Urban Meyer comes up to me and says, hey, dip, bleep, make your effing kicks, and then kicks him in the leg. (laughs) So, I gotta say, like, well, there's more to this quote. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. So Lambeau goes on to say, it certainly wasn't as hard as he could have done it, but it certainly wasn't a love tap. <laughs> Truthfully, I'd register it as a five out of ten. Which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not, the boss cannot strike an employee. And for a second, I couldn't believe it. It actually happened. Part of my vulgarity, I said, "Don't you ever effing kick me again?" And his response was, "I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the f I want." <laughs> so basically Urban Meyer is going to be gone at the end of the year if I mean you obviously don't know the validity to that story but That's also, pretty it's pretty it's coming straight from the story to yeah. Yeah. yeah 5 out of 10 it wasn't a left tap so you're taking the Jags
0: yeah yeah if there was no kick in just that comment it'd be hilarious yeah, just like make your kicks
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on uh, Titans at Steelers Ooh. Titans I'm also going to have to go Titans
2: I think the Steelers could sneak up the,
1: the Steelers could I could see them winning that game especially at home yeah um, but I'm gonna have to go to Titans here Jets at Dolphins Dolphins I also am going Dolphins and this is worrying me because we're hitting on the lot of yeah. this, this yeah this is a Jalen Waddle
0: like 12 reception 13 reception kind of game
1: yeah unless uh, Bryce Hall has anything to say about it forgot about him yeah uh, the WFT at the Eagles I got Washington kind of
0: interesting so, Kurtz um, has the ankle sprain. Gardner's probably going to play again.
1: Um, I will say though, there was some mention magic, but they were playing a really bad team. The Gardner to Goddard connection was very, very legit. You gotta respect the stash, man. Um, you I, gotta respect it. All diverge started What like thirteen for thirteen or like fourteen for fourteen? Yeah. or Yeah. I'm going Eagles. I like that pick. So I much. don't like it. I don't dislike it at all. I mean, they're both six and seven. You can't really go there wrong are. with that one. Yeah. Uh, cards. Cards at Lions. I don't know. I think they're in for an upset. Can you imagine, bro? It's it's in Detroit, dude. <laughs> I would I would stop making these episodes. <laughs> you have to. You got <laughs> to retire. Yeah. yeah. Um, also going cards. Yeah. I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, Panthers at Bills. Bills. Uh, yeah, you got to go Bills. They got to get back on track. If yeah. they if they lose this game, man.
2: Yeah, they've been really surprising
1: me with. Yeah. yeah. Started out hot and then,
2: yeah.
0: you know, pretty pretty. It's early. insane, yeah. and their wins are. Big big wins. Yeah. they've like run over teams. Yeah, especially early in the
1: season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't get them. Uh, Bengals at Broncos. That's actually a pretty interesting game. Both seven and six.
0: I'm gonna go Broncos. But I feel like Bengals like should win this game, and I ultimately would like the Bengals. I feel like, but they they really disappointed me last week against the Niners
1: super disappointed I'm going Bengals though I think this is just a typical game where Joe Burrow is going to throw for a ton yeah and hmm. I don't know but and like you were saying did, didn't you say that their pass rush is like very ineffective is that what you were saying who is that is that what your your pick was for them no for the that was the Falcons oh ok Maybe. Oh, yeah. well either way I'm still going to go uh, go Bengals there. Uh, Falcons at Niners jeez the Niners are probably going to win that game yeah. Yeah, I'm going Niners. I hate picking them, but they're gonna win that game. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. I'm going Rams. Whose house? Seattle Seahawks. Oh, you're going. You're going Hawks. Yeah, I'm not kidding. You're crazy. I'm not kidding. Actually, all right. So me and Jack will be officially tied after this week. <laughs> no, I'm literally not kidding. In,
0: in, I, I, I can see
2: us having a letdown game. I'm up. telling you I'm right
0: up. now, DK Metcalf is going to go insane on the on the Rams.
2: What? What? Let's go over 100 yards.
0: Over under yards. Yeah. I think in just in terms of fantasy points, but because uh, oh. he's on my fantasy team, oh. yeah. and I'm so trying to make championship. Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> over under yards for DK. Yeah,
2: let's set it at if he's going to go. If you say he's going to go off, over under at 90.
0: So you know what I was thinking? I was thinking like a 78 and two touchdowns. That's kind of like the
1: vibe I was getting. Right. You know what I mean? Like is a, like, Ramsey still going to be out? I don't know, All but right. I was gonna mention we didn't we didn't talk about him. We were talking about the Cards Rams game. Cards Rams game. Darius Williams, dude, number eleven. He played a
2: the hell of a game. MVP. The real yeah. MVP.
1: He played really, really, yeah. really well. Yeah. Unfortunately for you, but he had a, 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 a great game. Hey, Aaron Donald
0: was my who started off hard.
2: Yep. Nothing but yeah. respect. respect. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. Game respect game.
0: I'm s- serious. The Seahawks
1: are gonna have a very good game.
2: Okay, they could have still have a good game. We'll still we'll still stop them.
1: <laughs> Fine by me. Love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Packers at Ravens. I'm going, even though it's hard, I'm going Packers just because. Yeah. If Lamar was in, Lamar's not playing. If Lamar was in, I'd go Ravens, but I'm going to go
2: Packers. The Packers have trashed the Bears too much recently for Santa Big Panthers.
1: <laughs> Listen, man, there's some very, <laughs> very interesting officiating going on in those games.
2: Oh, he the officials. It's always the
1: officials. The Packers pay the officials. Um, Saints at Bucks.
0: Uh, I'm going to go Bucks. Yep. But the Saints historically owned the Buccaneers.
1: I'm going Bucs. Take some time. Take some time. And then. The best game of the week, Monday night football, Vikings at Bears. I don't know why they keep putting us Dude, on I primetime. time.
0: I did not realize the Bears were 4-9. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, so if you think about this, we should have beat the Ravens. They beat us like last second. Should have beat the Steelers. That game was terribly officiated. That's not even that's not even like, You just grabbed my gum. I'm sorry. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. We should have beat the Niners. We should have beat a lot of teams. We lost by like 7 or less points, but you know, you know how it is. Uh I have to go with my team here. I think the Bears historically own Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins sucks when he plays at Chicago or just against. Chicago. I'm taking the Vikings. <laughs> I got, you literally just talked me into the Vikings. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, we have Akeem Hicks back. And I'm just. I'm just saying. Him, <laughs> I'm literally just saying. We have Akeem Hicks back, and him and Dalvin Cook have bad blood. Any time that blood, they play, really? yeah, really. Akeem Hicks locks him up. I'm not saying he's gonna lock him up again, but he like holds him under fit like legitimate bad blood, I don't know they blood? just hate each other Oh, wow. they just actually hate each other Crash. so I don't know every time we play Kirk like Mitch owned Kirk and so if Justin Fields can't own Kirk I actually do, but it I, is a very different team I do I remember
0: the, the Bears bear terrorizing the yeah like, I, I do remember
1: that anytime but um, anyways that, that it, kind of wraps it up there.
0: those are some great picks also mm-hmm. before we finish almost a two hour episode so I want to thank you Cole for for sticking yeah, hanging in there. That was, there. Oh, that was a, a great, great time.
2: Glad it worked out. We've been talking about it for a little bit, so for a while. yeah, glad yeah. get on.
0: And we'll uh, we'll have to run one again soon, maybe like tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, and seriously, just thank you. And we're looking forward yeah. to uh, putting you back on the pod in three years when USC does not make the playoffs. Ooh,
2: that ain't happening.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it up here. Go cards, yes, sir. Appreciate it, boy. Down.